0: Welcome back to the Helihead Show. This is episode 89. I am your host, uh, Bent Mainshaft, and I've got uh, Payless with me. What the heck? <laughs> <laughs> I've got no name for Christy Amanti, by the way. <laughs> Payless? I'm like, What? <laughs> oh god we'll get to that in a minute but we have the very beautiful and talented miss simone Zunterer with us tonight
1: oh thank you
2: (laughs) man you threw us for a loop did you forget how to do this i think i did
1: pay less and i am beautiful (laughs) that's that's a big gap
0: yeah that was uh that was all for free fall uh which wow, I, 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 <laughs> I wanted cool. to take a moment to <laughs> say thank you to those guys for uh to doing the takeover it was absolutely hilarious and 100 percent true and um yeah i we you know we suck that's just how it is so you know we will uh always be forever riding the coattails of free fall so
2: I mean, here's my deal, Kevin. Uh, it, I, I was kind of listening to the show, kind of listening, but I'm like, listen, they, they drove their brand into the ground. Now they're coming to our show to drive us, our brand into the ground? I guess. Yeah.
0: Mm. You know why? It's because they talk too much about home improvement in airplanes. Oh, that's what it is. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, God,
3: we're not on a good path. Gucci's been talking a lot about airplanes See, lately.
0: No, no, no. I, that's where I draw the line. I don't, Gucci, you can talk about whatever you want in our group, but it's not coming to the show. You can leave those planes right there. <laughs> okay. Well, did you hear that actually Chris Monte got a plane? Get, I quit. I freaking quit. <laughs> yeah, and Frank has two. Old Lesteritos, he's buying freaking
2: massive planes. Many too. Like I think he's up to like three or four planes right now. That's crazy. What's what? Yep, that's guys. it. That we're leaving. Heli. the heli you know is? is over.
0: I, well, I expect a podcast soon. I I assume. Uh, okay. Is he
1: is he married? If he can afford that. Ah, <laughs> uh, he.
2: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. He's he's playing with the with fire. But mm. you know, I, I just it's funny because I brought mine down. Well, I had somebody else build it. And then I kind of brought it to the basement. And then like three days later, my wife came up the stairs. What is the airplane doing in the basement? And I'm like, crap. You know, I (laughs) I hit it away good enough. You know, the first the first thing, the first thing that she said, I'm going to tell Kevin that you got a plane because, you know, he doesn't. (laughs) Oh,
0: yeah. Straight up. (laughs) You know, it's funny. I threw up just uncontrollably the other day. Now I know why. That's what it was. Mm hmm. (laughs)
2: Uh, yeah. No, who I'm who tra- built it? Oh, one of the club members from Dude, the local club, like a, down the road from me. Such a bougie ass bitch, I tell listen, you. Listen, I'm trying to. I, I'm, listen, it's a plan, right? So I <laughs> it's said, a hey, plan. Can, it's a, there, there's always a, a method to my madness. So first, I had him build the airplane, right? And he did great. I gave him another airplane that I had that needed to be rebuilt a little bit. He did that. So now I'm prepping him for the first helicopter. Mm. So see, like, first I need, to, I need to test the willingness to do work for me. And then I give him the heli and say, hey, listen, I'll come back in three days. I need it to be, you know, ready for Maiden. Well, I mean, it was a smart move because you're testing
0: his skills on a plane that doesn't matter because helis matter yeah. more. I mean, yeah. mm-hmm. you know. Do you
1: remember that last time when we talked that I told you I would love to have a personal mechanic? Yeah. So maybe that's the way to go.
2: Yeah, yeah. So
1: that's that's
2: that's just it. You gotta you gotta you know, and especially you might want to have more than one mechanic, right? Because you know, they, <laughs> I have they're...
1: zero. I need to start somewhere.
2: Yeah. So you gotta start them slow, like easy, right? Because to me, it's like putting like the wings, the elevator, and the rudder on a plane. That's pretty basic. It doesn't get any more basic than that. And then you start getting them into like helicopters, maybe give them like a, a bind and fly, you know, be like, Hey, can you get this out of the box and make sure that, you know, it's, everything is good. And then you give them a 700, you know, and then risk your life with it. <laughs> You're like, I by the way,
1: <laughs> I think the only thing that I uh, gave my boyfriend to do was when I had like, I'm, <laughs> I'm really bad with stuff that is like falling down the 70th time into like a high carpet floor, like this typical screw that always disappears in the carpet. And then I get a, a mental breakdown, uh, or a meltdown, so to say, and uh, just escalating. And then I say, oh, it hate the fucking <laughs> And then he comes over and says, can I help you? Please, let me help right.
0: you.
1: And then I say, yes, take this screw and put it there. And then he just needs, Thirty seconds because he has the patience. I don't have it, and so.
2: I mean, I think I think the interview already for your mechanic has already happened. It's it's your 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 husband. So your future, right. your you know, fiance. Future, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know.
1: Uh, I don't think he wants to do that full time. <laughs> he just get paid. You got to work
2: on him, but like, listen, you know, like. Uh, no, no. You know so you, you
0: got to find his weakness, right? Yeah.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. So I need to, I need to hide his uh, the 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 plug for his PC.
0: Ah, uh, mm-hmm. see, there you yeah, go. The, the
1: socket, the, yep. the, the yeah. electrical socket. That's right. Cable. i to say until you don't fix my heli, you will not <laughs> play PC games.
2: That's right. <laughs> No Fortnite for you. That's right. That's,
1: uh, yeah, I think Fortnite. that's that's a good start for a fresh marriage.
2: There you it go. Sounds great. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> Listen, I mean,
2: I, you better get I used mean, to it, right? I mean, it's a negotiation through and through for the rest of your life. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you, you, you know like my wife said, she's like do you want to eat then you got to get the basement done i'm like fine yeah. gosh chris is over there got- going shit, shit 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 shit
1: so my question <laughs> would be <I> am- <laughs> do you need your wife in order to be able to eat something
2: well i, I like I, I i've i've done it in the past <laughs> where i i, I kind of went out on a limb you know one of those nights where i was like oh i'm gonna you know she's she keeps threatening me with no food and everything else. I'm like, you know, I could eat ramen noodles, But then she'll make this like extravagant dinner, and I'm like, dang it, You know, Ramen noodles, I could eat and survive, but then I could have steak and uh-huh. eggs and whatever, you know. so she you know she knows the way to to me is through my stomach. I, I, I love mean, that she said,
0: "Wait till I tell Kevin.
2: yep, oh yeah. <laughs> That was the first thing. She, she was w- Yeah, she knows. She she knows that I gave up, you know, once I met Kevin, I gave up uh, airplanes. <laughs> but no, I, I, I think uh, it's it's amazing how much even airplanes have come, you know, along and you know, using the, the Neo Gyro and stuff, it's just it's just so much easier now with airplanes, you know, to build them, to maintain them we got electrics now which is amazing so mm. and that's that's what i'm doing with the big one the 91 inch what i'm thinking about well i'm thinking now it's already in the process is i'm using a 700 size you know uh electric motor and esc to run that 91 inch so it kind of makes it a lot easier now so yeah. I'll stay i'm down. getting queasy can we change the subject yeah. So let's. What's or next? Is Todd says <laughs> I'm losing interest. My favorite. This is this this is what Kevin thinks right now. What he wants to do to me. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> right in the balls. That's right.
4: Oh,
0: goodness. All right. Well, so
4: let's keep
0: going. Yeah. So next topic, real quick, before we jump into things, right? Yep. We did. A Christmas giveaway. Yep. And you bailed
2: on me. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
3: First planes. Let's- now you're bailing. What's next?
2: I mean, jeez. Yep.
0: <laughs> what the hell? Let's bring this back. Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> we did a we did a, a giveaway, and you weren't there, but that's okay. But uh, mm-hmm. uh <laughs> we are still in the process of reaching out to people. That's terrible. How? That's just awful.
2: Well, part of it is that, um, for example, so huge thank you to BK Hobbies for, uh, you know, entertaining the idea with the theta circles, right? So, Mm -hmm. however, the ones that we were gonna send out, they're not in stock yet, right? And some of of the stuff wasn't in stock. (laughs) <laughs> yeah so there lies the problem. So huge thank you to all our sponsors to include bK hobbies. yeah, um, but at the same time, we're still kind of working through the process of getting this stuff out because it was out of stock, whatever the case may be. We do not have this stuff necessarily sitting on a shelf ready to go. Yeah. so there's that. Um, so we're just a little bit more patience. I think we're starting to line up uh, who we are what, and then so we could get this stuff out when it comes back in stock, right. on.
0: It was a good yep. time, though. It was very fun, and uh, and I know that the the people, some of the people, uh, responded back, and they were just absolutely ecstatic. So uh, I think it went over pretty well. That's awesome.
2: You never uh, know. All, yeah, all I could do is just you know, Kevin had you know started the idea, and all the people that all the companies that donated, just huge thank you to them too. Yeah, you know, absolutely. It's it's huge to be able to do something like this. Very simple. You know, you do not have to sign your life away to enter the drawing or anything like that. That's right. Yep.
0: All right. Well, you guys ready to get into this? Yep. What's next?
2: Uh, I thought this is the show, right? Oh, well, well, (laughs) yeah. You know.
0: So uh, Uh, let's do, of course, our obligatory. We got the uh, thank you to everyone for downloading and streaming and listening to our podcast. We appreciate each and every one of you. And welcome to 2023. This is actually our first show of the year. Yeah. Happy
4: know, New Year. Crazy. Yeah. Yay. Yay.
0: Yeah. So excited to be uh, going into the new year, still doing this, talking mm-hmm. about
2: airplanes. Fucking. Mm-hmm. Bullshit. It's a new year. It's bullshit. I mean, it could be the year of the gasser. <laughs> God, not again. <laughs> <laughs>
0: got to keep you fresh. Oh, goodness. Oh, <laughs> man. Well, we can talk about a gasser uh, here in a little bit. Something new coming.
2: Yep, 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 yeah. yep, yep. Do so you want right. me to uh, go ahead and hit it? Let's do it. Go for it. All right. Weeks, this is, right? Because we always this. start with this. Weeks, this is. So uh, it's been a while. Like, man, it, it's been a month, huh? Since we've been on here. It has. Well, I have been on here because I, I missed the uh, the giveaway episode. Yeah. So what was it i was sick wasn't i you were you were
0: yep Yep. i mean i understand why you 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 looked in your hobby room saw a collection of airplanes was like
2: (laughs) all right so let's talk about uh everything i've been doing for the past month so four weeks this is give or take so most of the flying that i've done has been indoors um been doing local club has a little gym that we fly in which you can't do much. You can fly like a Goose Guy S2 or Logo Two Hundred. I can't get jealous, too crazy though. with it. That's super. Why? Cool. We don't have it, that it re- here. Yeah. So that's the one thing that you know, like this year. So last year I did it like twice, that's and awesome. you know, uh, in the winter time. So I made myself a goal for the, you know the next winter that I'm going to do it more. So we kind of been doing at least two to three times a week uh, or a month we are doing indoor stuff which is nice so local club has a gym at a church so nothing big just a basketball court size right Mm -hmm. but then uh, once a month there's a person that does one at the field house for a university so a lot bigger the problem with that is that the lights are so bright that the moment you point the helicopter, let's say above, just looking straight out, you look at the lights, it blinds you. Oh. So it gets very like, I mean, if you just do like hurricanes, like eye level and below, you're fine, right? <laughs> the moment you go above that level, it's like you kind of have to fly by the seat of your pants. So, you know? But it's,
1: uh, it's, it's kind of like when you fly outdoors and you look one second into the sun.
2: Yeah. Yep. It's it, very same. much like that. It's One loop same. into
1: the sun. Okay, now we fly by up feeling. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Autopilot. Yeah.
2: yeah. So here's
0: my recommendation. Yeah. Turn the lights out and put night blades on.
2: Uh so that was a thought <laughs> like that I seems actually, real I was, sketchy. How was the guy? I was the guy that said, "Hey, can we do you guys have these things on a dimmer?" And they looked at me like, "What ah. the hell?" So what I've been doing, so the lights are like in a row. So I'm flying, uh, think of it like sitting in the middle of the field on the sideline, right in the middle of the field, left to right. So there's actually, the lights are lined up where you have probably 20, 30 feet in between the line of, of lights. So if you keep the heli right in that narrow, in between the lights, you don't get blinded.
0: Gotcha. Yeah, yeah.
2: So I kind of been doing that. But last night... Uh, or, uh, Friday night. So a couple of nights ago, uh, I was at the, uh, university field house flying indoors and I was just having fun. It was like one of the last flights I did on the goose guy. And I was like, Oh, let's have with this. So I just sent it, but I sent this straight up and he went right in, in the, the center of a light. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> no. And I just went, like I flipped it over and it was fine. But after that, it's just like my mind went blank. Like what the hell just happened? Oh my God. And it just came tumbling. I mean, just, it, it just not necessarily destroyed itself, but like the boom link, serve arms, just about everything. In it did you hit the light, or did
0: you just get blinded?
2: No, because what happened is once I lost it at that moment, I just, I, you know, went mid stick. Cause oh, I was okay. like, I don't want to keep sending it into the light, right? right so, okay. and then I flipped her over because it was like I stood it up on its tail, and I think that was part of the problem, too, because as long as you have a pretty good area, like you know, like a sideways type of view, like even with with the lights, you could still kind of see it, right? Mm-hmm. But whenever you go certain angles, there's so much of a helicopter area that you could see that it's just like that light takes over, you yeah. know, yeah, yeah, so. So yeah, did destroy my Goose Guy. Um, Logo two hundred is got is still flying, man. Like I'm having a blast with that that heli. It's got some vibes, and it's, it's been crashed so many times. But <laughs> um, so I just went to the Goose Guy, flew that. Uh, let's see, uh, Billy Shaw was with me, so he flies the Goose Guy and the M one. He was trying to fly the M one, and it was just like crash after crash after crash i think it's so small man it moves so fast that it's yeah. just he was like i think i'm gonna get rid of it so mm-hmm. i think that one is good to fly around like just circuits and do some flips but like once you start trying to do like hurricanes and pops and stuff like that just you know it's it, it takes skill and i don't think me or even even billy he's a good pilot but it's just those those tiny ones just move too fast, yeah. you know. Simone, do you so. fly the small stuff? Have you tried the Goose
0: Guy? Um,
1: I can you hear me? Oh, okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I tried on the on the Snohomish Fun Fly. I tried one of the really tiny ones, but I don't remember which one that was. But I was really impressed on how good this thing flies. Mm.
2: So yeah, they've they've come a long way, right? you know like that's normally
1: normally you have the problem that if as soon as because i'm flying my funnels in the tail heavy side Mm -hmm. and not very maybe not 100 percent perfect so maybe uh, partly the tail is a bit sideways so it has to work harder and still it never never went out so everything was fine it was outdoors with a bit of wind so i was really impressed yeah but i don't own anything that small
2: yeah okay. it's it's tough like don't to be honest it's i got it just mostly for indoor stuff you know um when i go outdoor i'm just gonna take my bigger stuff automatically you know so uh so yeah so lots of indoor flying which i'm excited about because that, awesome. that was one of my goals yep uh let's see what else so uh got some new servos into my genesis remember i used to have the futabas in there i got rid of them hmm. and just because like I, I you know they were the super expensive hc 700s or whatever they are oh were they um okay yeah and i I didn't see even with a 760 on it i didn't yeah i didn't think that it made me that much better or it made my flying that much better or anything like that so i'm like so you, you know you, what I'm, i yeah. i
0: got rid of all my Futaba stuff so you sold a Futabas and, and went and bought a new car
2: yeah well i will say this i did Uh, not lose a single cent on those so i used them for a season right and i sold them with the shipping included right for what i paid for them okay cool right and that's that's how i looked at it it's like i buy them yeah like people could be like oh man you're cheap because you know you negotiate and you bring down the price even on something like the hc 700 (laughs) but the fact of the matter is that i'm like at the end of the day, it's not not like I sold it for a gain when I went to sell it, right? Sure. So yeah. they really you, you could make the argument that it was a gain because I used them for a season. Now that I have a ton of flights on them, and I didn't lose any money, right? But at the end of the day, they're they're good. They they ran great. It's just I didn't think I didn't see any value at it in my opinion. You know. Yeah. Gotcha. So I went and got some fader servos. So you know got theta servos i got a neo for the heli and i started putting it all back together and i realized i don't have the the little uh telemetry uh wire harness for the for the esc which is a yg esc on there okay that goes into your neo so that's the last thing that i need and then once i have that just uh, uh neo set up and then start flying start practicing um the p schedule with it So nice. Uh let's see. Uh I was I got worked out of my uh, raw five electric. Nice. Um so you know, I haven't really been flying it much. Uh it was like a, a night bird setup. Um and then Billy Shaw wanted something smaller to have like in the car that he could fly at work or whatever. So I'm like, you know, he asked me, he's like, what are you doing with that thing? And I'm like, Literally, it's been sitting on the shelf. So he's like, Can I buy it from you? So I'm like, Yeah, sure. So I got to order some parts. Um, I might have used some parts uh, from that for my nitro. So I got to get uh, the boom. I got to get a boom and maybe a, a tail um, shaft. But I think I have a tail shaft. Okay, so, so
0: you, you said you had it for a night setup. What mm-hmm.
2: size blades were you using? 600. What so was manufacturer? Using, so I was using the Night Magics the ones that display a picture. Did you keep those or
0: did you sell that with it? I got them. Okay. Mm -hmm. Uh, The reason I ask is because Ben and I were talking. He was was talking about how he would love to do a night setup. And so we started looking at blades. And of course, you know, Ben being affiliated with BK Hobbies, um, we were looking at the Switch 613s. But in the Mm -hmm. manual, it says 550 to 600. Now I know on the Kraken 580, you can run up to 610. But I don't know if that I mean it's only three millimeters, but still you're already pushing the boundary with it being six tens. So I'm wondering mm-hmm. if the six thirteens would work.
2: I you might be able, you just have to go with the smaller tail blades, maybe.
0: And like I you 95s know like you mean or
2: like Yeah, 92s? like ninety-twos. Maybe do ninety twos and just understand mm. that there will be a limitation there, potentially. Yeah. Right? So okay. you might not be able to you you know, you might have to play with the gain, you might have to do certain things and just understand that In certain maneuvers, it might not hold as good, but I don't know. Like, to be honest, I've never, I've run from 92s to 96s on my 580s and I've never had an issue really. Like I never, you know, noticed like, yeah, with the tail blown out. Yeah. That's just like, I I don't fly crazy. So within my flying means, which is some hurricanes, some loops, rolls, some harder stuff. I never had an issue with a tail on those 580s. Gotcha. Okay. You know? Well there you go. So cool. maybe maybe save it like that. You know, take a little bit from the main or uh, take a little bit from the tail blades on the, in length.
0: Yeah, and I have a set of ninety-two, so he could he could use those. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, and was if you want, he wants tossing
2: around. And if he wants those, like the only issue that I have with those is those batteries. They're all batteries. They work, you probably get like two flights out of.
0: Them. Oh and the blades? You to
2: charge, yeah, the the batteries. Okay. then you gotta recharge them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um and uh, but the cool thing about it is like you could be flying, and if it's you know if it goes into low battery, then the whole uh, blade displays a picture of a battery in red, yeah, huh, that's awesome, yeah. so yeah, it's
1: great, yeah I
2: never it's, knew it's, that. yeah. so, um, because I was flying that at uh, it was that flight test, the planker event. and um, I'm flying, flying, it was like everybody's just amazed at uh, the space pictures, like they're like, it blew their mind, like, how is that possible, right? So, and then like, at a point I'm flying and I'm doing like a hurricane uh, or a, a funnel, tail down funnel, and the disc comes by and it goes from like bright white, because it had the HeliHeads logo with white on it, it goes to like a red battery and everybody just freaks out, they're like, oh my God! So, yeah. See, I need, yeah. like, a little
0: LCD display on the side of my helis that, you know, when it, things get, you're getting a little too rough, you know, mine can say, ease up, heavy hands. You know, yeah. A little
2: display. <laughs> so, yeah, so I think the company is out of Czech Republic. Uh, I sent them a message, email. I haven't gotten nothing back. I don't even know if they're in business anymore. Mm-hmm. Their their website is still up. Okay. So I don't know what that means, but uh, no response. Yeah. But there are 600 millimeter
0: options out there. Yes.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. that's, I think that was one of his concerns. So. Yeah. No, they are. But to me, actually, for for a night bird, it's actually not bad, dude. I mean, I don't you
0: know, know when he's gonna have time to build this. I mean, he's only home like three days a year, you know. So, yep. I, who knows? But. So I will that's tell what you this. You're for. <laughs> yeah. What? <So laughs> What's that's that?
3: That's what you're for. Oh. You're the one who's gonna build it. I, dude, I don't
2: yep. have time. The cool thing about the cool thing about those blades is that you could actually uh, put certain pictures like with white on it, that Mm -hmm. it's so it's so bright that it actually shines down on the body. Okay. but so you really could get away with very minimal, like body LEDs. Right. The only issue that I had was I needed something on the from the main shaft to the nose of the heli. Because whenever the heli was coming straight at you, you didn't really, like, from far away, like, you didn't really have a good um, reference light. Yeah. Right? But, like, sideways, well, all I did is, like, the, the RAW 700 or even uh, uh, the Kraken, you could actually tie a, a white strip on the side frame, you know, like a five-inch, you know, uh, strip of LED to kind of get your your level. Right, you know, when the helicopters level from the side. So yeah, those uh, he's got options. Yeah. Well,
0: this conversation started because I was like, man, I really wish our field had night lights, you know, night flying lights. Mm-hmm. And he was like, I don't know if I can do that anymore. He's like, My, you know, blah, blah blah. He's like, but I want to do a night rig, and that's kind of how this spawned. But I was thinking, geez, you know, if I had night lights or or we were allowed to do, you know, the the lights at the field, I probably would fly more. <laughs> you yeah. know
2: so Um, like i was i've always flown in in you know construction lights and to be honest like the first night bird i flew was mitch boots and mitch went all out like he's canopies he's he's got leds everywhere oh his is Uh, great yeah and it's it's uh it's a 580. yeah yeah right and um i didn't know how to you know what to think i mean i've seen him fly before but to be the actual the one controlling it and looking at lights and how it's all looking and controlling it So I was like, okay, let me just put it in the hover, right? So I put it in the hover. Then I start, like, it it, it was natural. Like, the way he chose, the biggest thing is if he's going to throw a lot of LEDs on there, I would say is look, go search or watch somebody and the the type of uh, colors they choose and see if that works for you or not. It's very much dependent on the colors of LEDs that you use on the canopy versus the the boom, so on and so forth right you know and don't say well usually you know like red is good for my eyes i would say go watch a a night bird led bird set up flying and see which color looks the best to you and then set it up yours like that sure makes sense Mm -hmm. uh so let's see so fire electric is a goner um I got a question for you guys. So I want to change one of my current helis to the orange and white scheme. I just don't know which one. The Nitro, which, duh.
3: Which, which options do we have?
2: So I have the 420. Okay. I do you two just change months. them all? <laughs> no, just one. <laughs> all. Gosh. Change uh, them all. Change so, them all. <laughs> raw 420. Which I'm like, mm, I, I could see doing that one, but I, I I already I have spare parts for it, so I'm like, um, then I have the Nitro Raw 700, which, to be honest, that's where I'm at. That's okay. kind of the one I want to do, and just make sure it's clear coated when I order. It. I don't know if those orange and white are clear coated. Uh, yes, they are. Yeah, I don't. They're, think yeah, they're it.
3: gloss. Yeah. They're gloss. Okay.
2: Okay. So. And then I have Pumas, and I have the raw 580 Nitro. I, I
1: feel yeah, like there's would no... would say
2: the Puma. Puma?
1: Okay. Yeah, because I don't like the original canopy of the Puma.
2: Hmm. You think it's too busy, or what?
1: No, I, I don't know. Maybe it's a personal thing, but it reminds me very much of the of the Raptor E820, and <laughs> it uh, it, I don't. I don't. I live I really loved my EA twenty, but the the canopy back then it was too busy and kind of. I didn't like it that much, and so I uh, gave it to Kenoma to airbrush it, and then I liked it much better. Mm. So, I I loved the original rock canopy, but okay. from all of them, I would say. I mean, it's it's a good point if you say the four twenty already has its spare parts, then it doesn't make any sense. So. Yeah. So. Maybe the Puma or maybe the the Nitro machine because you need like a a coated canopy, yeah, so i am
2: my vote personally is to the raw seven hundred nitro, so
1: like yes. I,
2: uh, and the only reason why because every year I do I change that color, like i it started as green and I threw some some uh, golden stickers, Gucci highlights and all this stuff on it then the second year it went to a heli heads edition which was the white canopy with the red and uh, black stickers all over it which i th- i thought it looked amazing until i went and done crash it um yeah. and then now i'm running the green canopy and i actually have a brand new green canopy but i'm like i already been there done that so i'm thinking about the orange and white on that
1: sounds like you decided already Woo! I was I'm
2: gonna say it sounds like game. we can't change you. Yep. <laughs> so, so yeah. Okay. I'm I'm raw seven hundred nitro. It is awesome. I'm sold. Yep. Okay. So let's question see. though. Hang on. Yeah. Yeah. Hold on. Are you hold, going
0: okay. Puma canopy on that? Or are you going raw?
2: I on that one. I like the the raw canopy. Okay. You know, like I don't know what it is. Like, cause I already have Pumas, right? Like I mean I have two pumas and I I I don't mind the canopy. I love the fact that you could remove it. Right. Hmm. Um but to be honest, on the nitro, like it's not like I have to take the canopy off anyway. That's so true. it's like, you know, it's it's literally to me like the the raw canopy is fine. And then I like the fact that, you know, like, you know, not that it takes long or anything like that, but if I have a plug that goes bad or anything like that, I just open up the the little battery door, do what I need to do and go back to flying. Right. You know, not that it's, I'm doing two things. It takes that long either, you know? Mm-hmm. So, so no, I, I think it's going to be raw with uh, orange and white. That would look raw good. Yeah, mm-hmm. Orange boom. Yep. Yeah, yep. yep you, you, know, you know, we love our orange, mm-hmm. you know, it's been for a long time. So that's about all I have when it comes to other than, let me, let me, so, upcoming events. Mm-hmm. We're, we're starting the new year. So, this is what I got planned in the near future RCHO mm-hmm. next month. That's uh, actually, believe it or not, like Kevin is he's in it to win it. He's coming going. now. Uh, Chris is coming. Well, right, yeah. Chris? I was
4: going right, to say,
0: Chris? if I yeah. can stop you for a second, is yeah. RCHO is going to see some new people. Despite yes. what you might have heard, we're going to just yeah. step over that. But, uh, yeah, they're actually going to see some new people. We got Christie and Monty coming. Yep.
2: yep. Billy Shaw with Billy me. Shaw. Yep. Then we have um, Matt Claus from Cuba, New York. Okay. The Cuba guys. Yeah. Yep. I got yep. one the, the, more that the I want to
0: mention. Yep. Okay. Which one? Who do you have? For the first time ever, we have the Bill Ann coming to RCHO.
2: Oh, what? man. The, north, uh,
1: the Northeast
2: is coming down yeah. strong to our city. I'm stoked. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. I'm looking forward. Uh, I, to be honest, even if it's cold and if it's miserable, I think I'm looking forward to just go to an event. All
0: and right. I want to say, too, I, I heard rumor that Kevin Teshner might be coming. I don't think what? he's ever been there either.
2: Yeah. Get out of town. So that means yeah. Shaw is coming, too, Mr. Yeah. Shaw.
0: Uh, that's a good question. I didn't hear about uh, Steve if he's coming. Um, mm. but I do know that Andy was in the market for a new camper, and I'm <laughs> with all these people coming, buddy. You better hustle. That's all I'm saying. Mm-hmm. You better get that figured out. <laughs> so, so people need places to stay.
2: Well, listen, I, I just want to mention it's gonna be low key, low key. <laughs> so that's that's the next one which I'm excited about. It's literally by the time this thing gets released, it's probably like what a month away, right? Yeah, so. Yeah. Super exciting! the one after that is my first time going down. It's going to be a hell of a drive. I'm going down to Miami. Oh, you're driving yeah. it. Whew. Oh yeah. We Listen, I, I, sh- I, I looked at flying. I, I do not disagree. It's the fastest way to get there, but I want to bring my nitros. Mm. Oh, the smack fest is going to be all about nitros. Yeah. I am. Potentially even bringing extra nitro, you know, seven hundred motors. We're (laughs) really going. Are we going to wind?
1: What do you plan to do? (laughs) So wind them
2: up. So somehow, yeah. So somehow, Simone. For the past year and a half to two years, I've acquired all these nitro seven hundred motors. You know, like either there were good deals or all sorts of stuff, right? So now I have literally, so I have the 105. That's that's fine in my in my 700, right? But when you only have one nitro motor like for your 700, you treat it well. So I've done that for the past years, and but then I look over to my left and I have two YS 96s, two YS 91s. I got power tune kits to run the OS uh, carburetors, so it's easier to tune. You don't have you know issues with air leakage joints and like that around the regulator. And I'm like, literally just sitting there. So I'm like, I need to take the 105 out. It's just so hard for me to take out a good running motor out of a helicopter. Mm, I hear that. You know? So I'm like, so listen, I might give myself a reason at Amps to have to put a YS in there. So are you... Then-
1: Why do you want to go to a fun fly and change a running system, and then risk the possibility that you are there screwing and adjusting the whole time and not flying?
2: Mm. Well, that's what I'm trying to 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 lead to, which is that it's gonna. I'm gonna take that 105 and I'm gonna run it on the edge. Let's see, can it perform if we wind it up on the high end and we run this thing at like 2100? How much can we get out of that 105? And not baby it like I've done for the fast. I don't know. I've been flying that motor now for how long, Kevin? Like three years? Bye-bye. Bye-bye 105. Mm -hmm. What's wrong with babying it? Is it making you enough power? Oh, yeah. No, it's fine. That's what I'm trying to say. It's it's a fine motor, but I'm like, you know, like sometimes you got to have fun. (laughs) I literally have like new bearings i have rings i have pistons for the 105 that like i got him like just in case just in case and i just it, it literally like even when i think oh i think he ran a little bit lean for a flight or two like i take the muffler off and that thing is like shiny inside <laughs> and, like, so you're going was...
1: full Tarek style then yeah yeah yeah. Why his not? name I is mean,
2: just... Tur- uh
0: turiak so. yeah
2: you know close it's close so, yeah, Miami, I think I'm excited just because, one, it's going to be warmer than in, in Ohio. And uh, there's a ton of people going. Sounds like even Todd Dudek might show up. Maybe. What? Yeah, dude. <sighs> so, yeah, like, it's going to be like me and Billy show are going to drive. For, I think it's like 15 hours. Are you taking a camper?
3: How fast are you
2: going? <laughs> so, uh, I'm not, but we rented a camper to be dropped off. Okay. Are you taking you're taking your car? Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. Hmm. Holy cow! I was gonna say if you're hours? taking,
0: I was gonna say if you're taking your car and you're going by yourself, then you just need to plot courses to Cracker Barrels and just sleep yeah. in the parking lot.
2: Yeah. So, but like, that's the thing is, like, I don't mind driving. I just can't do like anything over seven to eight hours by myself. is really rough anymore. Yeah. You know i mean um, if you
1: are multiple persons then it's okay i mean i'm a really yeah. bad long distance driver because i get tired pretty soon because on the highway or on the freeway it's always the same but mm-hmm. if i have somebody to talk to then it's fine and then you can also switch and sleep so it's so okay. that's wh-
2: so that's why i'm driving because the local guy billy shaw he's going with me you know so i'm like dude we split it and we get there when we get there you know like you know and that's you're right you know having somebody with you even if they're not helping driving it it helps you out and oh, you yeah. could probably go 10 hours no problem you know so it's true yeah i'm excited anything after that i think we'll decide what comes after miami maybe in a month or two well
0: but we I have a lot of goodness that comes after that spring
2: fling spring fling oh yeah yeah dude. well that's That's the, I'm going to that one. I just don't know for how long that's my, um, you know, kind of trying to figure out But you know, how it is. I don't like what I'm hearing. (laughs) 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 Show up at, you know, four o'clock in the morning on Saturday, fly and then back it up and go home Sunday morning. Oh God. No way. So well, yeah, so those are my plans. Those are some of the things I've done, and I'm out. I'm, I'm good, right? I can okay. go back to well, take I mean, my afternoon now. Now that we've been on air for an hour. Okay, so go ahead. Who's next?
0: <laughs> Who's next? I think it's Simone's next. Do you want to go next? Do you have anything?
1: Uh, yeah, I mean, as I'm not a frequent visitor to this, to, this, <laughs> to this podcast, I guess I can talk about some weeks beforehand as well. Okay. Because there's not so much happening hilly-wise. I mean, this winter there's happening more than usual. Uh, so I built up a four twenty in this orange-white scheme. Okay. Uh, I built it actually on the Christmas party of my boyfriend's family. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's great.
1: <laughs> on the kitchen table, while the other ones were. Um, uh playing a board game which i really don't like i hate strategy games and they play it every year i knew it already that they would play it and so i said you know what i just in case i will bring my heli kit and some tools and some loctite but yeah everything happened as i expected so i said okay you're playing your board game and i'm going to the kitchen and i will for four hours Screw my heli, and that. uh, that's what happened. So uh, it was ready after Christmas, and so I got the maiden in, I guess, at the end of last year. And it flies great. Uh, I just basically put the old from my old Goblin three eighty, the um, the ESC in a Contronic ESC. The motor is already built in, as you all know, and I have some new KST servos in it, which are also doing great i'm really surprised by this heli because i don't know since last year we have a lot of wind at least where i fly and um normally a 420 or 3 380 is yeah i mean you can fly but it's not really fun but this thing actually really flies very stable so i'm quite impressed and it's always in the in the trunk of my car so whenever i have time i can go out like five minutes from my home and fly at least two batteries. So just to keep the level over winter. Um, the other thing I'm doing right now is that I'm having a collection of I don't know, two or three videos, um heli flying videos from yeah, I mean from pros that are high above my level. But people that have some flights where they don't do a lot of pirating stuff and they have some maneuvers that are some, um, what do you call it, Um, uh, transitions, which I really like. So I'm having that on one screen, and on the other screen, I'm doing my my simulator, and then I'm just trying to rebuild some of the maneuvers just to progress and do something new. Because sometimes when I look at my videos, I feel like, oh, you're basically always doing the same. (laughs) And so I want to mix that up a bit um and yeah i mean rota life is coming up now in the first week of march so just a bit more than 1 month to go i guess this year it will be quite easy because in the last years i mean i'm visiting rota life since 10 12 years i guess the last 2 years didn't happen because of covid um so i think there will be a lot of people going there and usually i was flying there a lot of demos for a lot of uh, my sponsors um but as everybody is so keen to fly (laughs) now it's happening again um, they are pretty filled up in their demo slots and i don't complain honestly because normally on rotor life you meet so many people i mean it's germany based so a lot of people that follow me on 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 YouTube and stuff and they all want to talk and chat and stuff and it's just so horrible when you just say like oh hi yeah yeah it's great to talk you oh shit I see I have a demo in five minutes so I just need to run down and get the battery and the heli and be prepared and so I think this year maybe I will fly in a like a a mass smackdown of the 420 in the Sab slot but that's not sure so I will bring my 420 oh, nice. anyway, and I will see. But in the worst case, which is for me also a good case, I'm not flying for anyone. And I'm just, will be, we'll be there and we'll talk to the manufacturers and to the people. And I kind of enjoy that also a lot. Yeah, it's great. Because flying, flying on rotor as it is a horse track, it's pretty rough. Normally, the weather is pretty bad. It's windy, it's rainy, and you have a big, fat fence (laughs) right in front of your nose. So if you want to fly in front of it, you have to fly pretty close, which is not my kind of thing because I don't feel safe flying that close. Or you have to fly behind this fence, and then it's too far away. So it's pretty weird to fly there. Hmm. Um, And what else? Let me think. Yeah, I'm planning to do uh, another addition to the Learn How to Fly series. Oh, cool. um, this, this time on the simulator, so like explaining it with the video camera on and uh, recording my simulator also for the stick moves. Never tried that, but I hope my, my PC is fit enough to do this. Um, and yeah, I want to do a house tour because a lot of people in my last update video on YouTube uh, have been asking me to do a new house tour. The last one was last year. And we changed a lot of stuff until then, or until today. So I want to do that. So I have a lot of ideas for YouTube videos. I'm currently also cutting the or editing the um, blog for uh, my US visit from summer. But it's like nine gigabytes of videos and photos and stuff. And oh wow, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's kind of demotivating when you start and you see <laughs> how much you have in front of you. Like ah, oh. right,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah yeah our,
1: um, that's ahead. it i think
0: oh okay. so far? yeah i was gonna say my my oldest daughter she's got she's gotten into uh like doing video and, and things like that so uh we actually went to utah uh for christmas and uh so she was you know shooting video and whatever else and and i was too she was like you know can you do video while i'm doing this whatever and i'm like yeah sure and so by the time she was done we were looking at it yesterday she was you know putting together this you know video for our family and stuff and uh and it was like 10 gigs of you know, video and pictures. And I was like, yeah. holy crap, you know, it was a lot, yeah.
1: Yeah, it's just not the pure size, it's also like the amount. So, I'm shooting normally at 60 frames, so mm. if I have something that is more graceful, if you slow it down, which I do mostly on uh, some, for example, maybe you have seen on my YouTube channel, the this music video I did about the Snohomish fun fly. Mm-hmm. So parts of it are also in slow motion. So some stuff just looks more graceful in slow motion and right. not that shaky and not that nervous. And so you always should shoot in 60 frames per second, which makes the video file bigger. And then I'm always somebody that says, also, if I'm not on an event, but on uh, traveling, like I did this time in the U.S. So I had two weeks of vacations afterwards and I was visiting so many great places and you want to capture everything, right? Mm -hmm. So you are doing like these short videos with. 1080p, 60 frames, or maybe 4K, 60 frames, if you're more far away and want to zoom in afterwards. And then you're just doing here 20 seconds, and here 10 seconds, and here 15 seconds, and here, and here, and here, and, here, and, here. and in the end, you have like 5,000 video.
0: Right, right. Yeah, yeah.
1: That's Yeah, yeah I was using
0: hard. 4K and 60, so it was quite large. Yeah, OK. You know,
1: yeah. Then I can imagine. <laughs>
0: <Yep>. <laughs> well, very cool.
1: All right all
0: right diamond you're
3: up i'm up do it all right well new year started off with a bang we went to a (laughs) field here that's my boy (laughs) (laughs) i won't disappoint we went to a field uh down south it's like right on the new york and new jersey line Uh, a bunch of guys came out to it we had kind of like new year's day like mini fun fly and we went there and it was going great had a lot of fun while we were there and end of the day we couldn't go home without some carnage. So uh, I'm flying uh my raw seven hundred two blade, having a grand old time, and I was doing nose-down uh rainbows pretty low to the ground. Next thing you know we hear a loud thud, and I proceed to drag the main blades from where I started all the way to the end, and uh somehow we only broke main blades. The whole out of that whole loud bang that we all heard. is was just main blades. So we started off the year wow. with breaking blades. Crazy. <laughs> and then uh, I finally got around to uh, putting a motor in Kevin's Puma. Yeah. Uh, we put a Scorpion uh, four twenty twenty 810 uh, KV. So we're doing 8S on this because okay. it seems to be the popular, oh, oh. this fly is good, according to Charlie. So if Charlie's wrong, it's on him. <laughs> Yeah, no, I I prefer eight S. Yeah, I got so. the plus. I got the uh, stick packs, the eight S stick packs from mm. uh, yeah maniac. Right. So I'm hoping maybe that'll help with balancing. We'll see. Maybe yeah, yeah. it'll feel a little lighter towards like more centered. Yeah, nice. um, and then I went to Ron's house to stop by and visit, and then uh, he had me fly his nitro. So now I'm really itching to go fly nitros again. Mm. See, that's what happens. Yeah. Flew his nitro. His nitro was pulling amazing. Well, it's probably because it's cold, but. Right. right. It was great. And then um, Which with nit- the nitro.
0: Which nitro was it?
3: It was a Raw 700. Okay. But it had a secret part on it I can't tell anybody about. Oh, that boy. This secret part made this thing fly like it was literally a cloud. Like it's already light, but this part that's not out yet made hmm. it even lighter. Interesting. Like, feel lighter. Which is crazy. And we were oh. getting like 10 we were getting 10 minute flights on this thing.
0: What? Yeah. Wow. What? Yeah. What's it? it was a raw nitro?
3: Raw nitro. Okay. OS 105.
0: What? Hmm. Oh. Did he get a new pipe? Nope. Deck of it. Gregor needs nope. to send me a pipe.
3: <laughs> <laughs> hmm. You'll, uh, have to, all right. you'll have to wait and see. It's something that uh, SAB made. Oh. Now I'm curious. Now I'm mad that I don't know. Yep. Okay. Okay.
2: Next. What's next?
3: (laughs) (laughs) Next is I'm just making sure everything flies right. So I've been going through doing thrust bearings, new dampeners. Uh, I bought parts to get rid of parts that are scratched from last year. So the helis look new. Um, And yeah, that's pretty much it. I felt okay. bad because uh, they are sitting all uh, like on the wall, and I'm looking at them like, they look so rough. <laughs> like I had rotor heads with scratches in them, and I had the ones from, uh, what field was it we went to that had the asphalt? And I got egged on to do a blade scrape in the asphalt. Well, I didn't hit the blades. I hit straight on the head. So the head had like a perfect scratch marks on both of the uh, blade grips. So I was like, yeah, they don't look too hot.
2: Yeah, but that's, that's a sign that you've been flying the heck out of them. Yeah, but I like them to look new. Well, Yeah. So if you want, even though to look even new, though, then just take one out of the box, build, it and just put it up on the shelf and look at it.
3: Yeah, true. Yeah, but give it. I give it like till like April, and they won't look new anymore.
2: <laughs> RCHO is coming. <laughs> in <hot>. <laughs> <laughs>
3: That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Once after RCHO and spring fling, ain't gonna look too new. Right on. <laughs> well, cool.
0: <laughs> yeah. I'm excited to ha- have you go to RCHO, man. It's going to be fun. I'm scared. Oh, no, don't, nah, don't be scared.
2: Don't be scared. Yep. I'm no. telling you, it's going to be, you're going to be like, man, why can all the phone flies be at that level? 100%. Hmm.
3: Yep. Okay. I'm holding you guys to it. Yeah. I have a bad time. Let's
0: just say that Jay hit me up and he was like, hey, since you live in South Carolina, can you make a big purchase for me? I was like, I sure can. That's all the oh, hints I'm God. giving you. That's it. <laughs> Yeah, you don't know what it is, Chris. I don't. <laughs> mm. <laughs> right. You tell me what the part is, and I'll tell you what uh what I'm bringing. Oof.
3: Check your DMs.
0: <laughs> Word.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, goodness. So are you done?
3: That's it for me. Alright, well,
0: mine's quick. Haven't flown since Winter Bash, have done nothing with helis. I've been studying for the past three months, and I still have not mailed... The future HD raw to Cholo yet, end end the story. That's all I got.
4: What are you so th- studying?
0: Uh it's a cert for my job. Um, I am doing CISSP. Uh, so it's an IT cert. it's,
2: okay. nerd, it's nerd stuff, Simone. Yeah, it's it's no, total he's... nerd stuff.
0: I, I oh, think come on,
1: I yeah. love nerd stuff.
3: Yeah, but this one's just dumb. It can't get any nerdier uh, than us flying toy helicopters. So yeah, yeah that's
1: right. <laughs> so. Oh, I t- I played Warhammer 40k. That's even nerdier. <laughs> yeah. <You're right. laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, mm. Yep. All right. Well, that's all I got. So we have no need to drag that out. So, Chris, what's next,
2: buddy? What's popping? All right. Mm, we got some stuff. I'm actually excited about this. We do. I mean, super excited about. At least the first three things. The fourth thing is cool, but, you know, yeah, no this, need. Well, I'm well. I'm real I, pumped about the second one. I
0: think, I think oh, number yeah. four, I think you're, I think you're buying in, Gooch.
2: Buying to what? The fourth the one. The fourth one? I think okay, you're going do it. So let's go down the list. Okay. So number one is we got a new 600 gasser coming out. Huh? This is Straight like. Straight gas. Stray gas, 600 from Whiplash. The Whiplash yeah. 600 from miniature it's, aircraft. It's drippy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and my first thought was like, hmm, gas, 600. Yep, yep. Okay, so does that mean I can put a 90 nitro in it?
0: So, yeah, I mean, but 99. the pictures are showing the, uh, what is that motor? The 15 GT 15?
2: Yeah, that's the same crankcase spacing yeah. as
0: the 91. Okay, scratch that. Whiplash is coming out with a new 600 Nitro. Say that again. <laughs> I don't know if it's, well, it should match up. The GT15 has, it should be the same kind of clutch stack,
2: right? I think it's going to be similar. I mean, you might have to do some kind of like adapter, maybe, maybe, but yeah. I think it's going to be close. That's my gut feeling is that you might, it might be a direct plug or you might have mm. to do a little bit of work on it but nothing crazy i think, I think the gt15
0: is like same as a nitro motor mm-hmm.
2: so uh, yeah hard hard to tell i don't have one i don't have measurements so yeah, i don't either but okay. i mean the green color to the scheme looks amazing dude it looks really hot yep no and then there's supports. no board supports yeah right. there you go finally 20. 2023 it only right. took them yeah
0: they finally caught on to 2019 everybody's finally catching up
2: (laughs) so but super excited i mean 600s. i i you know i think we've talked about this it's the the bread and butter in my opinion from the back in the day yeah you know so it's cool to see a 600 so that's that's popping um man a lot of people are excited about this and It's the iconic series SAB hellies that are coming back out. Oh yeah, Yeah, boy.
1: If I would have too much money, I would directly buy one.
2: One of each, right? Which one?
1: Yeah, no, I still have my Black Thunder. So I was thinking (laughs) like one month ago, I was thinking about getting rid of it because as I told you last time, like Enrico wants us to fly the newest model, so it still flies great, and I love it so much. But I thought, like, oh yeah, just to keep it uh, because you like it. Where's the point? But now I see that it's officially iconic, so maybe it's worth more money. That's right. It's you a- can dust it off now. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, a- it's a classic, but- right? Yeah. No, it's a cl- no. It's an old timer officially. <laughs> um, but the original green one, I always loved that one and I just don't know if I love the red one or the green one more, but mm. Enrico is not selling the red one, but oh they, oh, they are just for me the original Goblin with the complete paint scheme all over it, so it got less and less with the time and I mean right now we are at the classic boom mm-hmm. look again. So that's a bit sad for me because I always love the, the the painted booms. So mm-hmm. for, I'm I'm completely hyped about this, but it's so yeah, there's it's just there's three expensive. models
2: that yeah there's three models that are you know Sab is going to release is the OG Green 700, the Black Thunder and the Black Thunder Nitro 700.
0: So so that's not the sport. It's the no. Black Nitro. The just true everybody knows. Black nitro. Yep. Mm-hmm. uh this og green is it a comp i don't that no, looks like, it's like no
3: yeah it's the og one the only thing that yeah. they did different is it comes with a special s blade that's got green on it yeah mm. and then apparently they did uh in the head dampening they updated the dampening in it but they still kept it the original dfc okay and instead of the molded gear that came with it originally you get the uh black Thunder gear, I believe, which is the CNC with the Del run on the outside. Okay. So you get that gear in it, so that way you're not getting the original yeah. gear. It's a, a bit updated. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. So, I yeah, I just wanted to kind of bring that to light because I know there's some people that thought, you know, oh man, I totally get that green comp that's coming, and I'm like, I don't think it's a comp. I think it's the original, mm-hmm. real deal, you know, with proceeding. With some updates. Yeah, with some, well, yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. But I don't think it's a comp.
2: Oh, so, I yeah. I know you- Somebody's I know from our group here. Somebody's excited about the nitro one, though, right, Kevin? <laughs> uh, I think so. I mean, as long as I can
0: get one, there's only fifty. Yeah, fifty of each. Yeah. I mean, I might know somebody high up, but that doesn't mean he, you know, gives a crap about me. So,
2: <laughs> you know. So yeah, I think it was. So I had like messages just from my group of uh, of people. Like they were like, "Man, I might have to get me one of those." And I, I probably, I think. I counted the other night, I think it was like four people, and that's yeah. not counting you, Kevin. So you would be the fifth one. So I, I so think you're gonna, telling
0: me there's a chance.
2: So, but I, I also think it's a double-edged sword. I think a lot of people um, might actually buy the 700 Nitro diconic series. Yeah, yeah. You know, and and you know, people ask me, "Is like, well, what's so special about it?" You know, like because one of the the, the folks there. They were out of the hobby for a period. And it's like, well, why is, what's the the rave about it? And I said, it's one of those, it's, it's, even though some people say, you know, they'll be like, well, it's heavier. But I'm like, but dude, we never had an issue with with that series. (laughs) Yeah. We never had a single issue with it. Yep. I was running
0: 713s on a YS91 and I was like, dude, this thing flies light. Mm -hmm. (laughs) True story. Mm -hmm.
3: I remember I remember the first Black Thunders were six fifties. Six fifty with a one oh five, that thing with boogie.
2: Yeah. So and that's that's how I describe it. It's one of those where I don't think you're really gonna have any any worries. Yeah. Never had vibration issues, never had anything. They were solid. They took crashing pretty good from what I remember. Like I I don't think I had like a a bazillion crashes, but Chris, what do you think? Because you ran that line, right?
3: That was like my favorite line. I loved the Unders. they're my absolute favorite. But they were great. Oh yeah, you could, you could long dart that thing at 100 miles an hour, and it'd be fine. Well,
2: well, Ke- <laughs> no. Kevin, Kevin has the 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 spirit fingers going on. So, boy, I have a magic he, he, touch. None of mine yeah.
0: crash. Nice, but that's just me.
2: Yeah, but then again, nothing in Kevin's hands usually crash. Good. That's true. That's true. You know. For, in all fairness. Yeah. But I think at, at from a standpoint of build it, tune it, and fly it, like you're not going to have like the 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 small stuff, like, oh, you know, like there's an issue with the tail, you know, this and tail that. No, there's none of that with those. Nah, dude, those there's things no, no the real box. issues. Yeah. Those yeah. things out of the box were amazing.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: So, super excited about that. So, let's go to something other than SAB. So, uh, OMP is coming in hot. Mm. With the M4, okay, which is a hundred eighty millimeter blade Kelly, okay, All so right. it's really more or less direct competitor to the Goose Guy RS4 because that one is also a three eighty, right? And um, it's, it's got really the canopy of the OMP line, like the M2 and the M1, very similar. Obviously, it's just bigger, but um, it's. It's going to come in, so plug and play, whatever they call it, ready to go. What It's not ready to go. You still got to build it. But the kit with servos, with ESC, and motor, 500 bucks.
0: So is this, you have to build it, or does it come pre-built like the M1 and M2?
2: No, it's, it's a kit. It comes kit, just like the RS4, the Goose Guy, same thing. They call it plug and play, but it's not. Necessarily plug and play. They're just using plug and play that it comes with most Everything. of the stuff, right? Oh. That you would have to buy on top of the kit. Okay. Hmm. okay. um The only difference with the M- OMP M4 and uh, let's say the the RS4, the Goosey RS4, is that the OMP doesn't come with a browse unit, where the uh, Goose guy will come with a flybrowse unit. Gotcha. Which is, I think, the reason to me. Like, if you take a how much is a an average cost of a flybarrel unit, brand new, two hundred bucks, right? Yeah. Give or take, right? So if you take five hundred dollars, no flybarrel unit, you add a flybarrel unit, you're gonna be right there with the cost of the goose guy, gotcha. right? Yeah, yeah. So, I, so I think it's one of those things where, like, if you have your own flybarrel unit, i.e., you fly Neo, then yeah. I would say you're gonna go to an M4, right? Um, unless you really think that the goose guy flybrows unit is that great that you would buy a, uh, another radio that, you know, or use a, uh, some kind of receiver. Cause I guess you could do a, uh, you know, and I've never done it with a Neo, but, um, you could actually, with a goose guy, you could just, uh, the RS4, all you will need is the receiver. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know, just, it's, you know, it's a competitor. Then we know, we know that we, you have the. The uh the flagship, which is a raw four twenty, which you know, like you could sit there and say, well, it's four twenty. These are three eighties. I think they're the same arena, you know. So if you're really particular about the type of VSC you want to run, fly flyball servos, then obviously you're going to go and buy the raw four twenty. And I think at the end of the day, the difference is, I don't know I did a setup with the raw four twenty, um, and I think I came out like right at about a thousand bucks. With everything, like to keep it equal with the gooseka rs four, so really, the difference is like three hundred bucks give or take, okay, you know, so you're paying for having the flexibility to choose exactly what you want with the Doblin, which I mean once again, it's depending on what your budget is, right? So right fly right. what you could afford, right? So, that's right um let's see, last but not least, on what's popping. The Evo radios are starting to ship. Yeah, so got got finally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, have you seen? Have they started to ship the uh, the trainer yet? I haven't seen anything on that. The I haven't trainer.
1: seen
3: anything on it either.
2: Oh, yeah.
1: The what? I know that one of the guys I know here from Germany has a flight school. He has mm-hmm. one, but yeah. I don't know if he has special connections to Mikado or not. But maybe they are shipping.
2: I saw somebody even in the UK. I think has one, so I'm thinking those are like unique, like with very purposeful why they have it, right? So, but yeah. So the Evo radios are shipping, which is good news. Uh, with that, you know, it's not just the radios, but we also have the e- the Evo Neos that are coming along with it. So, is that both radios and flybars units that are shipping now? I
0: don't know about the fly relish units i I, I okay. think the radios so are for sure okay. um,
2: but they're you know uh, forward and backwards compatible right uh, from yep. the last we heard, so it will run a neo yeah yeah, yeah, so
0: Evo and neo it will run, but the old touch will not run the evo
2: okay, so i mean it's so only only so. with the Evo radio is forwards and backwards, however, the old uh touch will not yes do an evo it's not forwards right it's It's backwards backwards (laughs) so i don't know i I think it's cool um i i know some people are making a big deal and maybe i don't know in a year or two whatever case maybe um to be honest like the my touch that i have now it's it does what it needs to and the the neos are you know playing full still i guess so I have no real reason to switch. Um, I know some people want to run, you know, the faster servos and this and that. I I, I don't know. I, I don't see a uh, a reason right now. But it's cool that they're finally the what signaling is that they finally got the whole chip short. Just sounds like somewhat figured out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's the good, in my opinion, that's the good news. Is that? Sure. Yeah. They're figuring out the logistics and the supply chain for those radios. Right. Yep. And that's all I got. All right. The
0: Simone, only- do you have anything to add? Is there anything new that you know about?
1: Hmm, I know something which I'm not able to announce. Oh, jeez. You and Chris, what in the... <laughs> <sighs> Goodness. I just ha- say I'm I'm looking forward to Router Live.
2: Okay. Okay so there will if, be so if, the news if, is that there's something new being released at Rotor Life.
1: that was at least the plan in december i don't know if it holds up but okay. that has been said
2: okay and All that's right. from sab but or contronic uh
1: no sab but uh normally like rotolive is at least here in Europe, the, the the big part where you announce new stuff because it's a fair. A lot of people are there, and also um like it's in March, so when just when the flying season starts. So that's the perfect date
2: for announcing. I'm excited, Simone. Let's see what <laughs> it is. <laughs> that means we're gonna. That means we're gonna spend more money.
1: Yeah, <laughs> shut up and take my money. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: uh it's it's the the marketing model and yeah well call me a sucker whatever it's it's always in you know fun
1: i know sap is very good in selling me stuff that i i I wouldn't say that i don't need because that's point of view right but Mm -hmm. uh, they they really do a good job if you already have like every heli from every size i mean it doesn't matter if you're a sponsor pilot or not If you have a heli from each size and they just bring out a new one and it's not so much new stuff, but it just looks so neat. And the marketing is so good. And you look at it, you think like, I think
2: I need it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. We agree.
4: Uh,
2: All right. And that's it. That sounds like we're, that's a wrap. All right. Well, no more, no more popping. No, no.
0: Okay. Nothing's popping anymore. (laughs) (laughs) It's deflated. All right. Well, let's take a short break and we'll be right back. Hey, everyone. Just wanted to offer a great place to shop that I've been shopping at for years. AnythingHeli.com. AnythingHeli is owned and operated by Dave Mullen based out of Wisconsin. Anything Helly started in 2010 selling RC helicopters and accessories, and he does it because of his love and passion for RC helis. Dave strives to be unique in that he puts customer service first and provides each customer with knowledge or products, quick email replies, and fast shipping. I can tell you firsthand that AnythingHeli.com far exceeds some of the competitors in the industry. Dave carries Oxy, OMP, SAB, Gowie, and all associated parts. He also carries industry-leading blades, electronics, and accessories needed to keep your heli flying. If you haven't checked out Anything Heli, you should at AnythingHeli.com. All right, welcome back, everybody. Uh, Tonight, of course, we have a very special guest. We have Simone Zunterer with us. Welcome to Hello. the show again, yeah, and uh, yeah. Thanks for joining us once more. That was like what seventy episodes ago.
1: <laughs> <That> sounds like <laughs> five years ago. <laughs>
0: it, well, for us it is because we don't do a show every every week. So mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So it's, it's been a, it's been some time. I think what do we yeah. say? It was like twenty twenty,
1: I think it was. Yes. Like yeah, yeah. April twenty twenty. I re-listened to the old podcast did just <laughs> so I don't tell anything twice.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, and, and if we do cover that, you just be like, No, we already covered that. Listen to the first one.
2: Yeah. <laughs> oh, Short term memory loss, long term memory loss. You know, that's how we roll.
0: Yeah, yeah. So speaking of which, the last time we talked, we were in midst of COVID and uh how have things changed in germany since covid like now that it's 3 years later and and what i mean to say is is like for us it, i think we kind of found that for folks that could work from home remote that they found out you know we can really actually do this they don't have to be on site and you know because with my job i know that there's a lot of companies that waste a lot of money to have us sit and occupy some office space when you know, technically we could just be remote. You know what I mean? Mm. So.
1: Yeah, I guess it's, so I just wanted to know if you're speaking about RC helis or if you're speaking about general life, but. Yeah, just general life, I, actually. More so yeah. general. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's basically the same. So I can speak about my company, which is a, a bit, uh, would say, old fashioned company, typical German old-fashioned company. <laughs> and although we are an IT company doing software, uh, our big boss is, yeah, he's an older guy and he's like, oh, you have to be at the office. Yeah. And right. um so we had the opportunity before COVID to go like one day to mobile office and the rest you had to go to the office. And during COVID, of course, everyone worked from home, which as a IT company is not the problem because you have a laptop anyway. I'm a user interface and user experience designer. So I basically just work from my laptop. I don't need anything else. And so for me, it doesn't matter where I sit. Also, if I have to talk to clients or stakeholders, I do that with my laptop anyway. So right, <laughs> it right. doesn't make any difference for me. So right now i'm in the works council since uh may last year and we are now together with our boss doing a um a tryout phase where we say we are doing a shared desk principle or shared desk thing uh, together with more mobile office and not oh. to be forced to yeah. go to the office but so uh if your if your boss tells you like we have a team meeting please next tuesday be in the office then you can't say no Uh, so that's what we are trying out right now it's not being said that this will work because the big big boss still has a word to say in that Um, but yeah we want to try and i know from many companies that uh, are now having a lot of problems Because the employees are right now all saying, we worked during COVID from home, so we know that it works. I mean, my company, for example, the years during COVID were the best revenue years ever in their history since 35 years. Right. So there is nothing in question that it doesn't work. So you have nothing against it. I mean, of course, what I can understand if you have new colleagues, the onboarding is a bit hard because if you just see the people through your laptop it's something different so i'm if they would offer me a 100% remote job i would say no i want to go to the office so currently i'm going every wednesday i have to drive like 1 hour it's because it's a bit more far away but it's totally worth it and i see it as a day where i'm more doing like this or meeting colleagues at the coffee machine and like if you have a question, then just go over to the desk and like this modest team building stuff and a non not as productive day. But on the other hand, the other days where I'm at home, i have I have my uh, electrical desk, I have a, a small walking pad under my desk. So if I'm in meetings for two hours, I can walk my six thousand steps. So that's great. <laughs> right. I love it. But I know there are a lot of companies that are still holding on to now everyone has to come back to the office, but they are losing employees because people nowadays, they change their mindset very much. So I think there was a study like 40% of people are thinking about switching their jobs if they have more time, work time, quality balance. Uh, I am guilty.
0: I'm guilty. I, you know, I spent three years at home and realized how family dynamic improved. Mm. And yeah, so I'm now back in office, unfortunately. And um, even, you know, morale doesn't seem the same. You know, the one thing, we're going to tangent here, but the one thing I noticed coming back into the office is the the arrogance that you don't get over a telephone line where people seem like they're always out to prove something, you know, in front Mm -hmm. of like certain eyes. And I didn't have to deal with that when I was, you know, home. And uh, so, it's, it's a little discouraging because I'm just there to do my job. I'm not there to, you know, try and convince somebody I'm the best, you know? Mm. And um, so, so, yeah, it's, uh, having gone back in the office for me is a little difficult because I, I got very comfortable being at home. And like I say, it, uh, it eliminated a two-hour drive for me, you know, going and uh, coming home. And, um you know that's two hours of my day that I don't get back that I'm spending in the car, you know yeah and, uh so yeah i'm I'm a big proponent, uh unfortunately, to what I do currently, the tasks that I'm on, um our equipment is not accessible remotely, so um it it that's kind of you know that's there's no way that I could really i mean, I could, but it's very convoluted <laughs> how they have us mm-hmm. remote in. And it's like your VPN in and then you're, you know, going through several layers of VM, you know, sessions to get to what we're working on. It's Mm. really, it's really ridiculous. So it's not even feasible, but, um, but yeah, I'm guilty, man. I, uh, if I, if something came along that was full remote, I, I don't know that I'd say no, to be honest.
1: Yeah, I mean, I have, I have an ex colleague. uh, She worked with me at my company until March last year. And now she's working for a, a startup in London. And they have employees from all over the world, from uh, Croatia, from Hungary, from Germany, from the UK. And she's right now, she said, oh, maybe I will move from Wuppertal to Berlin because I, lo- I love Berlin and my company doesn't care where I work from. Right. And the only thing they want me to do is like coming twice a year for three days to London. And yeah. I think that could be worse. Things than traveling to London. Sure, <laughs> <laughs> what I heard from London, at least. So yeah, I mean, I think there is a big, a big, a big change coming up, and uh, most companies. I mean, you even see it with Apple. So people are leaving the company, and they write like mass uh, these these letters where all the employees. Give their signature and they say no it's like at least three days of mobile office please oh if not we are gone and right. i think in the us it's the same like you are also searching like crazy for um for people with a proper education for certain jobs it's the same here
4: right
1: yep. if i if i look how many uh, how many developers we are searching in our company the list is like 40 40 positions long and we don't find any because everyone needs developers right now.
2: <laughs> right. Sure. It's it's very tough. And I could tell you this. So my organization, they've been pushing telework for a long time. We had like three days a week and then we went to COVID all at home. Now they opened up a bunch of new, well, all our positions transferred to telework. Okay. We had for a position, so we had like roughly like 20, 20 open spots that we put out a request for resumes, right? We had 6,500 applicants. What? And, wow. Oh, yeah. And majority of those, when we asked them, because, I, you know, we had multiple panels, I mean, just crazy amount of people. Everybody that we ever asked is like, well, why? Like, you I mean, because my job or the job that we're interviewing for could be done in any of the government agency, right? It's contracting, right? It's dealing with contracts. Mm-hmm. And they told us, they're like, listen, you know, it's, it's full remote work. You know, I did it for the COVID. Now some of these places want us to go back. I don't want to deal with that. I can work. I could get my job done from anywhere. As long as you tell me where I need to, you know, like if it's my house is my house. If it's, if I could move wherever I want to move, like that, that was the number one answer. And we knew like, you know, like everybody, I mean, I'm guilty of it. It's like, it, it, it's a double-edged sword for me. Right, I feel like I'm never leaving the house at times during the week. Right, I have to make an effort to leave the house, mm. but it's so much more flexible.
1: Yeah, but the and, work-life balance is something you cannot pay with money. Exactly. So I tell everybody, I'm like, because it's like, well,
2: why, you know, why should I apply, Daniel, to to your organization? I tell them I'm like, you have unbelievable flexibility. I'm saying, I'm not even talking about working from home. They literally went down the list of if like flexible tour meaning you could literally as a you know one of my employees let's say today uh their kid has something at school right the day of they could come in the morning and say hey daniel i'm gonna start an hour early right and then from 11 to 12 i gotta go to my kid's school for like a presentation and i'll come back okay or they could say i want to you know make it up in the back end um they could earn credit time so if they stay an extra two hours for a meeting the last you know, just put in the, submit the request and we give you two hours of credit time that you worked over. Like, Mm-mm. that's what people look for now. There's full yeah. out flexibility. can beat that. So let's go to hobby stuff. So uh, any changes with your flying field now that you moved and you're doing, you know, in a different location maybe?
1: Uh, yeah. So there is... Maybe the first time for me that I will uh, do an application for an official flying club which I've never done before because in Cologne I had we had a flying field where we knew the farmer and he was fine that we flew there but this flying field is now too far from me because I moved around 50 kilometers away and uh, so actually I fly like on the fields behind my house so I just hop into the car and drive like two, three parallel streets, and then there is an open area and I can fly. I never met the farmer, so it's like a ticking time bomb until somebody (laughs) will complain. And I don't want to wait for that day. And uh, so I realized in Google Maps that there is a flying club just 10 minutes away from me with cars. Oh, wow. And so I wrote them, I guess, two years ago and asked if they, if I could go there as a guest flyer. And then with COVID, they said, no, we have so many restrictions, so no guest flying and blah, blah, blah. But the nice thing was that one guy of them who is like in the, uh, in the management of the flying club, so to say, he uh, found me on Instagram and he said, yeah, I saw that you wanted to fly in our field and blah, blah, blah. But uh, next year you can come over and uh, join us and we hope covid is over until then so last year in summer i visited them once and it was super nice people were super helpful they're actually a mixed flying club between planes and rc helis which is something i don't find very often normally it's either one of them
4: mm. and, uh, they were
1: all super nice and they actually asked me like i think in the end of december yeah, we are doing actually like a winter camping with winter barbecue. Do you want to come over? And I was like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm driving to my parents' house during Christmas, but maybe in spring. So I think now it's the time that it's it's not far away and they are not doing a lot of work times, work hours and stuff. So it's a pretty small flying club. And maybe I will do the official application there. And if I want to fly, then I go there and. I think that's it from that side. Um, and otherwise, yeah, as I said, I build up the 420 and enjoying that machine. So I'm still trying to do a video, like a review about the 420. Since December, I have a new sponsor, which is uh, KST Servos, nice. uh,
2: okay. which,
1: which was very, very nice because when Graupner went... Uh, insolvent the second time (laughs) and I always used Graupner servos, Graupner flyballers, Graupner transmitter. Uh, So I still have my transmitter. I still have everything from them, but you know, servos are not getting better during the whole time. Mm -hmm. And uh, In my 580, I used the GDW servos and they were quite nice, but uh, I said, no, I'm free. I can use whatever I want because Graupner is not officially dead but i mean they don't care about the team anymore they didn't say goodbye they didn't say thank you so i don't know what happened but i'm out it seems like everyone mm-hmm. else and uh, so i said okay i can choose whatever i want and i was thinking for uh, the 420 like hmm, what what should i use and uh, so just in time it was such a coincidence the marketing lady from kst she wrote me and said oh i'm watching your youtube channel since two years <laughs> and i always wanted to ask you if we could maybe uh, support you in any way and i was like really that's <laughs> perfect that's, that's that's great because i use kst servers on my uh, on my puma so did you see that she was like Oh no, I didn't know that you used our servers. Oh, that's great to hear that you like them. So, maybe we can figure something out. And the only thing I told her was like, okay, I just I'm I'm being always very honest because I don't I'm not one of the persons that say, promises you everything and then doesn't deliver. So, I told her like, you know, I'm not flying competitions. I'm just a demo pilot. I try to attend a lot of international and national ones, but I'm having a house, I'm having a full-time job. I'm having a relationship. I'm getting married. <laughs> so I'm trying to fly as much as I want. I will keep up doing YouTube videos and social media. And I will put your stuff everywhere where I can. But please don't expect me to do like something when I was 21, when I had a lot of time. And yeah. she was she was like, no, that's completely fine. We see it as a long time thing and like a friendship. So we can rely on each other. And in case you need something, just tell us. and. Yeah, that's basically how we how we stayed, and it's a great thing. I mean, that's kind of a sponsorship that I'm really hoping for. I mean, it's open for like how I said, uh, maybe I need for one machine a year, I need a set of servos, and that's it. I mean, I'm literally never crashing, and so I think... <laughs> as a sponsor you could rely on if we give simone something for a heli it will survive until 10 years (laughs) also i'm not a competition pilot so i'm not wearing this stuff out so yeah i'm not needing a lot of stuff so i think also for them it's a great deal they get a lot of advertisement and people see it i had some people that asked me like oh what are the official specs of your servers i will buy this exact same ones and i think that's Mm -hmm. what the company is looking for. So. That's great. No, that's, I'm very
2: that's, excited about. It. Yeah, usually, like we talked before, it's sometimes you just got to be, you know, it's a it's an uh, honest relationship, right, between you as the sponsoree and a sponsor. So it's nice that it kind of worked out, right? That you know, you you told them exactly, hey, this is what I'm wanting to provide. However, it is, you know, don't expect like I'm gonna, you know, I'm your marketing person only, you know. I'm still a hobbyist. I'm still, you know, I'm sponsored, but I'll promote the best I can, you know.
1: Yeah, so. yeah. And you know, the best part for me is if they approach me. I mean, I, I have approached Sab back then, but um, normally I I love it when when brands approach me because that means they actually looked at what I am doing and they are interested in what I am doing. So it it means they they know my flight style they know how many times i'm travelling they know how much i'm doing on social media and youtube and they seem to be fine with it if they write me i always uh, am in fear yeah. that if you as a, a pilot write a brand then mm. it seems like oh hey i'm offering myself and i'm great and you should sponsor me and it it sometimes yeah. it feels a bit wrong
2: yeah it and, and a liar- and a lot of times it is that way right so this is reality you know it's a lot it's a lot smoother when they approach you right because of what they saw on your you know social media and everything you do so so let's
3: uh so so has uh flying slowed down germany or any of the surrounding countries like is it still the same as before covid or how is it now
1: Mm, I think it's coming back quite quickly. Um, now, as I said, Rotor Life will take place this year after two years of break. And I think it will be overwhelming <laughs> how many people will be there. I mean, it's normally usually super crowded and I think everyone is just so hyped to get back into normality. I mean, Global 3D was a bit slow last year. But I can see like in my Facebook invitations when people sometimes tag me in their flying uh, uh, fun flies, um, I can see that it's coming back quickly. And um, yeah, I have the feeling that people have just waited to go out and everybody wants that it feels normal again. And, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm really, I'm really happy. If also the international fun flies, all start again. And also like the limitations in the other countries are gone. I, in the, in the year 2020, I had an invitation to Turkey again, and I was so looking forward to it and then everything just shut down and that was sad. <laughs> but yeah, i looking forward to it. If it all comes back.
2: So a uh, quick question, um, any hell events in the past, like two years that you've gone to in anywhere in europe
1: uh global 3d last year in july i mean yeah europe uh let me think i think not really big ones the most stuff i went to was more or less private okay so usually I have around here in Cologne I have 2 3 big events that normally always take place but they all during covid they all shut down and I think they need some time to just figure it out how to do it again and if they want to do it again but yeah like the, the last year since 2020 were super boring
2: <laughs> yeah. so
1: this is why I'm also so hyped
2: <laughs> <laughs> everybody is simone everybody's yeah. like yeah. I'm I'm trying to plan I, I wish I could plan out all the events for the you know whole year, but it's it's tough, you know. So.
1: Yeah, I know.
2: Very cool. Okay. So speaking of fun flies, uh you recently
0: made a trip to America and you, <laughs> you attended Snow <laughs> Homish. So,
1: yes. Now thanks this to is Robert t- again.
0: It, yeah, this was twice that, that that's happened, right?
1: Uh, the first one was RCHN, oh, okay. the last RCHN that happened, but it okay. was in Oregon, so not gotcha. that far away. Okay. Well, what did you think of Snohomish? I loved it. I mean, it was uh, it was different than RCHN. I mean, the, the the mentality of the people is the same. I th- I think the the U.S. fun flies are more personal than the ones here in Germany, if I can say so. So people having an easier time to approach you. But I think that's because in in Germany, they try to make it so professional. So even if you go to a small fun fly, you always have like a guy who is all the time like doing uh, moderation. and telling about the models and who is the pilot and they try to build up a show. And if they have a a company that is sponsoring a bit of money or supporting the Funfly, they're like, oh, we need to give them a demo time. and And so it's sometimes too yeah to commercial in my opinion and people then see that you go out and you are being announced and everything and oh our only woman that flies and oh and she's a professional blah 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 and then you go out sometimes you have somebody that approaches you and say oh i really loved your flying and and tell me and can you show me your your model but normally people are i don't want to say scared but they have this kind of respect like oh I don't want to bother her with my stupid questions or just go there and chat. So that's different on Road to Life as it is a fair. But the more I go, I mean, at, at least that's what I've seen in the, in the US is that people are very open minded and they just approach you. And right. that's what I love. So Because I'm, I'm very happy to chat with everyone and to get different stories and different opinions and talk about helis and all that stuff. And that's funny. I mean, that's what, and just just to go out and fly, I don't need to travel somewhere. I can do that on my own field. If I travel travel to an event, I want to meet people, and I want to chat, and I want to have fun. Sure,
0: yeah.
1: And um, yeah, so Snohomish was great because it was so laid back. Um, there was no force to do anything. I could have gone there and not been flying at all. But on the other side, I was flying more than in the complete season last year, I think, just on these three days. Because I made some some friends there and we also went out to dinner and they drove me it's like, oh, do you need a coffee? I will drive you to Starbucks. And so nice. <laughs> I mean, people are so nice over there.
3: Right.
1: And uh, yeah, it it was great. I mean, That's I had awesome. a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Do you know how many people uh attended that event?
1: Uh I think officially, don't let me lie, but I think maybe 50. <laughs> okay. I mean, I don't I don't have the list, so you would have to ask the organizer, but I think 50 to 60 maybe.
0: Okay. Okay. That's yeah, not yeah. too bad. Yeah, it's actually a decent turnout. I mean, you know. Yeah. It's not overly crowded.
1: Yeah, they also had these flying classes from Jason Bell and Nick Maxwell. <clears throat> so there were also a lot of people attending that didn't stay for the whole weekend. So they came mainly for the classes. I remember that there was one girl, and she uh, was being uh, she, she had um, an F3C machine, I guess. So she wanted to learn uh, auto rotations. Oh, gotcha! Nice. It was was very nice. Yeah. Yeah. So any,
2: uh, any familiar faces the second time around? Like anyone that you could want to give a shout out to?
1: <laughs> there was one guy. I still don't remember his name. He, he's, uh, he's known with the nickname pajama pants.
0: <laughs> yeah, Cause, cause he's, he from, what? What? yeah, I mean, from uh, way back though. Like he's been around a while no?
1: Yeah, I think so. I mean, he's flying pretty good. He, he, uh, he is known because he is always wearing pajama pants when he's flying.
0: That's hilarious.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, Robert Westcott, who was doing his best like the second time with his private money to bring me over to the US. That still, if I tell it, it makes me feel so bad. Um, Augie, uh, who was uh, organizing my my hotel, and he's also a very, very funny and nice person. The first time I met him, he was showing me his uh, blue macaws. In his house in Seattle, oh, okay. that was also yep. great. Yeah,
0: that's a goose. Uh, gotcha. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, I mean, Nick Maxwell. I know him since many years. We did this hilarious interview <laughs> in Rota Live many years ago. <laughs> if you haven't seen it, you have to watch it because it's really hilarious. <laughs> um, and uh, Jason Bell, I, I met him the first time in person. Uh, let me think. I mean, Kevin Porter was one of the guys I met there, and it uh, we came like became like buddies. So he catched up and said, "Do you have batteries? Let's go over there and fly." And I watch your four time, four point TikToks, and you watch my TikToks, and then we kind of motivated each other. That was nice. Two guys from Montana that were super hilarious but i don't remember their names unfortunately i I'm, I'm really bad with names <laughs> but yeah a lot of people so many nice people over there
2: so did you guys do anything cool like like we call them
0: fun flight uh, antics yeah, it's like like obstacle courses you know things did they do anything Yeah like they wanted to do courses. that
1: <laughs> now, they wanted to do some small competitions but unfortunately there were not enough people competing or oh say or um saying they want to do it so i guess there were only like two or three people the rest just said no we want to go there and fly and not doing any competitions
3: was there uh what were people's reactions to seeing you fly in the us
1: uh i remember there was one guy uh i don't remember his name as usual but um he was watching me and he said you know what I thought I would fly low RPM with sixteen hundred, but after seeing you fly, I wanna just turn it down and try it if it if it works for me. Because I have seen that you can do all of the I would say more or less normal 3D stuff, like also TikToks and so on. You can do that with low head speed and it is just so smooth and so relaxed and it takes out the stress. So I wanna try it. And I remember that when he was on the on the right hand side of the field and I was not really going there to see him fly, but I was by by coincidence, I was standing there and talking to somebody and he was flying with the low RPM in his machine. He was landing, he was turning around, looking at his caller, the face completely wide eyes open, like, wow. I never thought that this would be so cool. <laughs> he,
4: was,
1: he was completely blown away that the machine can do this, that it's feeling so easy, and what it is capable to do, and yeah. Uh, so that was that was great.
2: Awesome. See, see, the biggest thing about seeing is believing for some of these folks, right? So you know, it's it's kind of cool to see their reaction you know
1: yeah yeah it, it's it's uh, i think the low rpm stuff is coming more and more famous here in in germany like people want to have like quiet helicopters low head speed i mean we still have the hardcore 3d people that just like it if the heli does and does a lot of noise and stuff and it bangs and flaps and pop 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 of course yep. um, i love that too but i'm an idiot i cannot fly smack it's just I try it but I just have two maneuvers and they repeat it over and over again and it gets super boring so I stick to what I can do but um yeah I think for for many people they they think low RPM is connected to oh you can just do boring stuff but you actually it has its own grace so it, it's an own flying style you can still do 3D but it has completely different outcome it's not that aggressive but it's more like also the rotor sound is different so it feels and sounds more like i I love to fly a funnel a big ass funnel with super low head speed and you really hear it like coming Mm -hmm. to you that's so nice so it has its (laughs) own and maybe people sometimes need to see that you can fly everything it sounds great and also, if I tell them, like, oh, I landed after eight minutes because somebody else wants to fly, but I still have, like, 40% left in my battery, they just don't believe me.
2: Yep. Yeah, yeah I, I, my latest uh, thing is, you know, doesn't really matter because I run at, like, high head speed, but I'll do the Puma with 1,800, you know, speed or less. And, but I put uh, mini servos in mine. Mm-hmm. And, like and people. People are like, oh my God, this—that's dangerous. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Some of these mini servos have more power than full-size yeah. servos had a couple of years back. What do you, you Just think—think
1: think ten years back, what the yeah. servos went did back then, and people were still flying like 3D. Yep. So
2: um, it's cool. It's, nah. yeah. uh, do,
1: did you did you see uh, the head speeds on my Puma? Uh,
2: I don't think I have. I tell you this. That You want
1: to give it a guess? Like for uh, low, medium, and high head speed? Well, I, Six, I you. just say 6S. 6S.
2: So, uh, let's see. 1250, uh, 1400, 1600.
1: Nope. No? <laughs> <laughs> it's are, you,
2: are you at 1000? I, 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 I was kind of thinking 900. I
1: say the high RPM is
0: 1300. Wow. Okay. Oh. Are you at 900 in bank one?
1: I have oh wait, uh, the I have the high RPM is 1300, the medium RPM where you can still fly 3D but you have to be very careful and you don't have you you cannot do everything super low, is a no thousand round a uh, what thousand. holy cow wow. and <laughs> the low one is 790. What wow what that's, that's crazy and that you cannot do anything with it you can fly around and you can hover upside down just for show uh, but i wouldn't do flips and stuff with that because chris that, it's, that- it's not wobbling or anything but it's just like you know you're flying on the edge i think it would still hover with less but i don't want to strain the esc too much so basically the idea is that you are flying your 3d stuff with 1300 or a thousand and then you just put it upside down and you you try to to tell or uh, uh, make it seem like you are doing an auto rotation Then you flip the switch to seven ninety, so people really think. Oh, RPM goes down, blah blah blah, blah and then you just stop and hover with seven ninety. Flip, flip, flip. flip
2: <laughs> I was about flip, to flip. say that, that Chris Chris does autos at that head speed. <laughs> Holy cow!
3: <laughs>
1: it's fun. That was my goal. I told Enrico I want to have a Puma uh and i want to put mini servos in it just to because sometimes i do projects just to showcase people that are always screaming out like no you need this big motor and 140 amps esc and but, oh, it doesn't work with both less and i tell them like no jesus christ i do it with a 90 amps esc mini servos and uh a thousand rpm and you can still fly 3d so these these machines these machines nowadays can do everything.
2: <laughs> yeah, I I'm I'm also the, the let's see how what we could do here with like smaller servos and but at 2100
0: how- there's a difference.
1: Yeah, well, fly will- your puma, fly your puma if you can with your setup. Fly it with the lowest RPM possible, maybe like 1400 something. This thing is so light. I was I was so impressed with 1300 you hear that it's low rpm but it doesn't feel like it's low rpm
2: so i flew uh, i was like 1200 1250 somewhere in that range
1: mm-hmm.
2: on uh, now i'm running a 12s because that's what i had the power setup. but i'm mm-hmm. running a small or a uh, 12s setup mm-hmm. and i think i flew it for shy of 11 minutes
1: yeah that's great. You know, and just, just doing just Think just about doing, if you want to practice, you yeah, can like, practice so much stuff.
2: Mm-hmm. I did like, so it was just circuit flying, like, uh, you know, just mild hurricanes, uh, funnels. I mean, everything is really slow, but it did all of that. And people like, all the airplane guys are like, man, are you ever going to land? Because we want to fly too. I'm like, <laughs> 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 you know so but yeah like that and that's what everybody you know kind of was you know because like oh you could just do success i'm like okay cool like you saved the weight but i'm like even with 12s that that machine is so light that i'm like you could get eight ten minutes worth of flying at lower head speed and still mm-hmm. be able to do stuff you know like it's, i'm not a you know you know hardcore pilot so that's the cool part about that i like about a Puma. I like i, mean, I don't have 700 size i have the nitro but everything else is being lost for me you know 700 size so yeah
0: all right well What's next so you came home from snow to a surprise mm-hmm. yeah <laughs>
1: <laughs> tell us about it you know the funny part is i i left i left the catholic church and on my last day before, when I was in Los Angeles, and Gerald Thorpe and his friends, they uh, they brought me to their flying field in Los Angeles, and we did some last flights before they brought me to the airport. So thanks again to those guys. Yeah. Um, uh, Art Priest was showing up. He was also at RCHN, and he came over and he said, "Oh, I don't have time to fly, but I wanted to see Simona and say hi." and uh, he was saying, "You oh, what, what about your, what about your husband?" I said, "No, he's not my husband. He didn't even propose till now. We are seven years together, nothing. And he was saying, "Oh, I will be praying for you." And I was like, I was smiling and saying, Yes, and I didn't want to tell him like I'm not in the church anymore. And then I came home, and on the same evening, he proposed, and I was like, <laughs> "Jesus." <laughs> is that a sign <laughs> oh, but yeah it was it was funny because i mean it's it's really it's exhausting i mean i'm always a bit nervous i mean i've been flying so many times i know airports and how everything works but i'm still if it's a long distance flight where you know you cannot just even catch the next flight you would be stuck like for 12 hours at the airport i'm a bit nervous so sure. I was at the airport like five hours before. I tried to waste my time there. And then the the airplane had a delay. And then I arrived in Frankfurt. I had to wait for the train and went with the train to Cologne. And then I had to take another train where my boyfriend wanted to, uh, to pick me up. And then, of course, uh, an idiot was on the tracks. The train didn't drive. And I was just like, I'm hungry. I want to shower. I'm awake since, I don't know, 22 hours. I just want to go to bed and eat something and that's it. And I was so angry. And I didn't have such a bad mood. And he was on the phone like, oh, but I will cook something and it will be nice <laughs> and it will make you a great day. And I was like, oh, the poor guy, I'm having such a bad mood and he's just happy that I'm back. And so he did a barbecue for me. and. I was wondering already, because there was beer in the fridge and there was champagne in the fridge. And I was like, champagne, okay, that's not normal. (laughs) And so, yeah, then afterwards he asked me, like, because we built our garden terrace new last week, uh, last year and so after the dinner he said oh come on let's let's go to the terrace and uh, just i'm happy that you are back and i was like normally you're the one that directly wants to go inside because you're freezing because he's always more freezing than me but yeah that that was a bit suspicious <laughs> but yeah then he proposed oh, and propose. uh, it was super nice and now i'm
2: Off now i'm market. trying
1: to organize everything (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) Uh,
2: so give us give us the info what what we're looking at when is the wedding are you guys going you know to the dominican republic or what do you guys do for about
1: the honeymoon we don't have any idea i just realized like oh normally you do a honeymoon right (laughs) didn't think about that (laughs) <laughs> that the question is, um, as you guys know, we, we bought a house, an old farmhouse from 1895, two years ago, and uh, it was affordable, unlike everything else in Germany and I guess what I hear in the States as well, pricing prices are going up like crazy. So um, mm. we said, okay, it's old, but it has a, a nice charm. And um, we want to renovate or res- rest, it by ourselves. And yeah, we are two years into it already,
4: <laughs>
1: about 30% done. So still two more years to come and it has a lot of deadlines with, um, with the government and paperwork and with the bank and stuff. So you never really know what comes up next. So I really don't know if, there is the time and the money for a big honeymoon otherwise yes mm. i would be open to like cuba dominican republic hawaii uh, something fancy that you normally don't do but um, yeah maybe that will be a spontaneous decision I don't
2: know. well, well but, listen listen yeah. I, I, we're here to help you, you and your, <laughs> your future husband okay so since you're in the heli community there's mm-hmm. a helicopter podcast out there called Free4RC podcast. <laughs> they not only talk about Heli's, right? But they also do home improvements discussions. Mm-hmm. So, you know, just give them a listen, <laughs> you know, just you kind of see what you could pull out of it. But it okay. might save you some time and some money. And maybe you come to the free four RC, you know, event, because they used to have an event every year. So okay. You know there, there's things that could work out in that, but let me tell you, <laughs> houses are a pain, no matter if they're new, old, or in. Between. I know that. <laughs> you know?
1: if you are if you are interested, you can uh, search for my second YouTube channel called Casa Perla, okay. which is something that I normally don't promote that much. I mean, it's completely in German because it's meant for friends and family. Because my family lives in Munich, like six hundred kilometers away, and uh, my friends as well, from high school, and they all ask like, "Oh, how's the house doing? What are you doing right now? How about it's what it's looking like?" And so I'm usually taking my my phone and oh you can also search us on on Instagram. So maybe that's easy as so you don't have to listen to German the whole time. Um, and so I'm trying, so I have an Instagram channel and a YouTube channel, and on youtube i try to do like once a month or every two weeks like a small vlog Mm -hmm. and on instagram i sometimes upload some pictures and some small videos so just for all the people that are interested um yeah but coming back coming back to the marriage thing
4: yeah
1: um so our like paperwork day is the 12th of may Okay, it's a, it's a Friday, and we will do a small barbecue garden party afterwards, or so nothing fancy. And the mm-hmm. big ceremony is on 1st of July. That's a Saturday, uh, which is colliding with Global 3D, unfortunately, this year. So I had some funny people telling me, like, oh, do your ceremony on Global. <laughs> um <no. laughs> um no, but uh, it will take place in, in our garden. At least uh, it's it's a free ceremony, as we are both not in, in the church. So we have uh, somebody who is giving a free speech to us. Um, and, of course, I always need to have something fancy. The chicken will bring the rings. What? No way. Yes. That's what? amazing. <laughs> that is awesome. She already has has a, 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 a bought a, a baby T-shirt. With uh, a printed vest and um, a tie awesome. on it. And she <laughs> she has, uh, from, from AliExpress, I bought like a, a ring pillow that she will get with Velcro <laughs> awesome. on the t-shirt back. And then she has to walk the aisle.
2: <laughs> that is awesome. And bring us that's the great. rings. That's great. Uh,
1: that's at least the plan. There's always a plan B if she doesn't want to walk, but uh, we will make it happen. Plan B is Rico. Um, go. <laughs> 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 i don't think he will do that and it will be very boring for him because if he's between all the german people i mean i, I was thinking about if i should invite raquel okay. but mm-hmm. although she's speaking good english right now i don't know if she would feel a bit lost and i mean it's mm. a, a long distance from spain to germany just for a wedding
3: sure. i don't know yeah. maybe I. she'd her. be so fun to have at a wedding though.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I was also thinking like inviting some of my uh, my Hilly friends here from the area, and maybe say, okay, you are invited, but can you do maybe a fancy flight for for the guests? But the problem is that our ceremony um, location is in the middle of the village, and I don't think all the neighbors and so will like it if you fly in the middle of the village. People are quite strict here, so. That will not work. But uh, yes, I'm. I mean, I'm the one organizing everything, as organizing is my big talent. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I think I have a photographer. I have a, a videographer because I'm a big video person. So I want to have some uh, small movie also. Um, lights and microphone and sound dj i have so it's only some small stuff that i need to do that that was awesome. congratulations
0: that yeah, was, yeah. thank
1: I mean, you Congrats. yeah if anybody was interested you had seven years of time Yeah. now <laughs> time is gone oh you have time until the 12th of may
0: well, there you go
1: there you
2: go that's, that's awesome that's great. Clock
1: so awesome. is ticking.
2: Oh man. Your fiance oh. is like, What? Yeah. Oh man, I gotta step yeah. on my um, game here. He's
1: playing video games with headphones on, I don't think he's
2: <laughs> <laughs> all, I, all I can think of is like, nine.
1: Not gonna happen, not today. Oh oh he listened. He just commented on it. <laughs> <laughs> <There you go. laughs> That's great. Uh you're
2: gonna, oh, you're wait, gonna have wait, to wait, wait, I wanna
1: hear what he says, wait. Uh huh. He said, "I'm not deaf and I'm not stupid."
2: <laughs> uh, see, <laughs> yeah, this is else. where you, you need know, to you, you understand. He's also marrying the hobby. He's gonna have to be, you know, into yeah, the hobby.
1: You know, when, when I dated him over over the app and we had our first meeting. I mean, in the dating app, I already had Heli pictures. I wanted to play with, with all the cards. <laughs> yep. So people. Just uh, if they see me on a dating website, they already know what they will get. And uh, yeah, I mean, he, he knew it from the start. And I told him, I'm traveling in the main season. So if that's a problem for you. But the good thing is that we are both very independent persons. So each of us has their own hobbies and that's right. fine. Awesome.
0: Right on. Yeah, yeah.
1: So flying at home,
0: are you still doing the learning to fly videos? I think you mentioned earlier, so you still have that going?
1: Um, so the last one I did, I did this series in 2020 with the basic stuff. Then I did two additional ones. One was for the looping and one was for the flips. And the looping one just blew out my mind it was I I don't know how many 10,000 views because people liked it so much and um, people have been asking me like since I'm more doing YouTube again after COVID people ask me like oh can you do something about half the pyroflip and uh, rolls and funnels and stuff and uh, so my plan is the problem is that I need somebody to film me and I need to fly super close so you can see what the heli does and uh yeah sometimes you know how it is so yeah my boyfriend has to have time he's also working now we have winter time it's dark outside until he comes home so when do you want to do it Um, and so i decided i will maybe try to record it on uh, the simulator on the next uh with screen recording and with face cam maybe over microsoft teams i don't know i will have to figure it out but that's the plan so i want to continue it uh with basic stuff and maybe also do some uh transition stuff stuff that i do in my in my videos all the time and what people know me about that. Right. People in the U.S. in Snohomish asked me, like, five different people asked me about this maneuver, so I want to show that and, uh, yeah, I want to continue with that because I think it helps and people really watch it, they enjoy it, so why not?
3: Have you tried 3D printing uh, heli parts? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Not into that, <laughs> I
1: huh? don't. Um, I, my profession is uh product design so i used to learn like solid works and all that stuff so i basically basically could do stuff like that and i wouldn't have anything against it to have a 3d printer because yeah you can do uh, so many nice things with it but um that just didn't happen until now and i think i don't yeah i guess the brother of my boyfriend he has a 3d printer so in case there would be an urgent thing that I need something, I could ask him. But until now, there was also not really the need for it. Okay,
0: yeah, I know this <laughs> become really popular among some of our friends. Like they, they'll three D print things to you know to try it to see about fitment, and then maybe try to make it out of some other type of material or you know things like that. Um, something I hate to to spill the beans on something but a future episode we're going to talk to somebody about how they used a 3d printer to um you know make side frames and things like that just for fitment purposes not to actually fly them but you know to kind of Mm -hmm. uh you know work with things like that and stuff but uh, yeah it's kind of kind of become the new way of things and uh you know the whole diy do it yourself at home you know it's crazy but
1: My whole popular. house is DIY, so I don't need it in the hobby.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> True. <laughs> oh
0: man! I'm,
1: you right. know, I'm I'm a very basic person. I'm enjoying that the kits from Sab, out of the box, they fly perfect, and so I'm really happy if the kit or the heli itself is so thought through with all the details that I can just build it and fly it until. I don't know, it's five years old or it was rambled around in the box in the airplane like 2,000 times and I have to repair it or I crashed it and I need to repair it. But I'm happy if the thing just flies like that. And I want to invest the bit of time that I have in the hobby. I want to invest it into something productive. And that could mean I go out and fly and really practice or get better in stuff and not like I know there are a lot of people that have a lot of fun with, oh, I'm trying a new gyro, I'm trying a new this, a new that, a new blades, and now changing the setup of the FPL again, and blah, 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 blah. That's not me. Um, gotcha. if it if it works, I just enjoy it, and I don't change anything. Gotcha. Sounds good.
0: All right, so we took a little time. And we don't have many, just a few. But we had some folks chime in with some of their questions they wanted to ask you. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> question <laughs> first one out the box. We got Manny Nito with tell us something dirty in German. <laughs>
2: Only German oh, people are gonna understand this. Yeah. So, <laughs> well, Manny's so, uh, gonna use Google Translate. Yeah, I know, yeah, I know him.
1: Yeah, should it? But d- d- it doesn't matter, right? I just whatever dirty. You want. Yeah.
2: Uh, oh, God. <laughs> Jesus, now I have to think about something. I mean, you, I you, mean, could, pro- you could probably say something really nice and it still is going to sound dirty. So yeah. I think you're saying yeah, no it in German. I mean, if I say you it go. in
1: German, it sounds harsh anyway, right? It does. Yep, it so does. Um, <laughs> if I say, uh, du uh, kleine yeah, böse Drecksau. That
0: sounds dirty. <laughs> I don't know. That sounds dirty, manny. <laughs> you figure yeah, out what it google says like buddy that's you right know. google translate
2: uh, All right. okay yeah we got that's the next good. one yeah joe reyes mm-hmm. joe reyes which is the contest director from the spring fling event mm-hmm. is asking are you coming to spring fling
1: well i would love to uh it's always it's always a question uh how how we could make it happen I'm always I'm always open because I love fun flies, I love the US, I love traveling. It's always a question on how is it possible to manage to go there?
2: Logistics. I get you. Okay. Maybe, right? So it's the maybe. Yeah.
1: Okay. If there is a chance, uh why not? Yeah. Okay.
2: I'll take it. All right, Chris. (laughs) Uh, next
3: one's from Carrie Brooks. Uh closest brewery to you.
1: Oh, that would be the closest, I don't know, honestly, but I know, I mean, I'm now living like half an hour from Cologne, and Cologne is very famous for its beers and its brewery tradition. Uh, as far as I've seen when I went to Seattle, uh, Kölsch is now a big thing in the US as well. Okay. Um, like the Kölsch kind of beer. Okay. Um So it's a blonde beer, um, and we have in Cologne, we have 32 or 35 breweries that are uh, doing Kölsch, but each one in their own way. So I cannot really tell you which one is the closest, (laughs) because they are all very close together. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. But I I would say all the breweries in Cologne, yeah. Okay. Well, I like blondes, so that's good. I'll take that. Yep. Yep all
2: Kerry, right Kerry brooks is gonna brooks. try to get the beer done yeah, so, yeah he's the guy who, who uh you know <laughs> well
1: then tell him then tell him my favorites are the ones from my home place from munich like uh in german it's called helles like light okay but it's not light in case of low calories or anything or low alcohol it's just called light because you can drink it really easy without getting super dizzy so it's it's a kind oh. of beer where you would say like in hot summer you can drink it, and it refreshes you, but it's still tasty, and it has the same amount of percentage of alcohol, but it's not that heavy.
0: Okay. Interesting. Uh, All right.
1: It's difficult to explain.
0: All right. Cool. I'll take this next one. So, our buddy Bill Ann, you know who he is, right? He does the mm-hmm. videos and stuff? Mm-hmm. Yep. So, he and I were talking, and he he wants to know if you could possibly spare him a couple thousand subscribers for his channel. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but he does a great job. He, just, he does. He just, I don't know, don't know how many he has right now.
0: It's less been... than you, apparently. <laughs> Is it really? Yeah. yeah. He, we, were, we were talking about, he's like, <sighs> man, she's got so many subscribers. And I was just like, I was like, well, we're going to have her on. You want me to ask her something? He's like, yeah. Can she give me some subscribers? <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I can uh... make a shout out, maybe. Yeah, there um... you go
2: you and yeah, just it, I I just I just got an idea why not bill bill and sponsor you know the travel the logistics part of it and he could <laughs> get exchange? some yeah tips and tricks of how to get 2000 subscribers well 2000 more yeah 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 2000 yeah. more yeah i mean he could he could, yeah. he could work it I mean, out i, I mean i don't
1: have to i don't have the recipe for it because i just <laughs> I, I don't i don't understand it as well so sometimes I'm doing a lot of videos, and I think, wow, this is a good video. You put so much effort into it. It's such an interesting people just don't watch it, and nothing changes. And then you do some videos where you think, like, oh, yeah, I just did it, so I have something new on the channel, and the guy and the subscribers as well. So
4: mm-hmm.
1: I really don't know. It's, it's impossible to look through it. But the only thing <clears throat> that I realized is to be more or less consistent, People don't don't uh, care so much about if it's because I know like many years ago I was thinking like no I cannot upload a new flying video because if I do a new flying video there needs to be a new maneuver in it or something has to be different because people don't want to watch me like doing the same maneuvers over and over again and I think it's not true people are just happy if you're just consistently uploading and you're going to this fun fly and you're going there and Basically, I'm flying the same all the time, but it just, I don't know. They still seem to enjoy it. And maybe it's the mixture also with traveling and events and stuff. And he just should keep doing what he's doing and it will come anyway, yeah.
2: I'm sure. Well, he loves Consi- him, consistency. So I <laughs> yeah. like it. Mm-hmm. Uh, there you go. <laughs> all right, Sorry. Chris,
3: you got next. Right. Next one is again from Kerry Brooks. He wants to know what hell you learned on.
1: Uh, well, then you have to differentiate what you um, think about learning, like the first hops or the first circuits, or?
3: Do like the first hops, like right right where you started, like the first uh,
1: I, I mean, if you don't count the coaxial ones in the living room, because they somehow, I feel, don't count. Uh, my first real CP heli was a Valkyra DF-37, ah, yeah, which I programmed all by myself with the manual of the Graupner transmitter under my pillow because I was so scared to do something wrong. Um, and with super cheap nine euro servos, and a super old lipo and a training skit. And I was flying it in the garden of my mom. And there I did the first hops and the first hovers. And I think I flew it until the first left, right kind of hovers, not really a curve. And then I switched to the Thunder Tiger Mini Titan E325. And that was the one I used. I would say, yeah, for the first rolls and flips, and then I changed to the Raptor E550.
0: Nice. Okay. Nice. Very cool.
3: So he also asked, along with that, same person, Kerry Brooks, if you had any mentors uh, and, uh, and people who inspired you, like who helped form your flying style or got you into helis.
1: got into the helis, unfortunately no one. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Let me think. Um, I mean, I'm very grateful for the people that helped me when my first coaxial one was broken and I didn't know how to fix it. And I was nearly at the point of saying, "Okay, you cannot even fix this kind of toy indoor (laughs) helicopter. You shouldn't go any further. I met those guys. They had like a a meetup every month to eat pizza and they offered me to come and they had all the big uh, Raptor 90s and stuff. So they really they really made me stay with the hobby and not quit. I mean, on the other hand, I guess I told that last time already, I, Raquel was my big idol back then because she was the only female in the hobby and she was holding up the flag and she was going everywhere, competitions and just doing her thing between all the guys. Um, yeah. So I was super excited when I met her back then, 2010, I guess, at Munich Heli Masters the first time. And she could only speak Spanish. And she was then very happy because I could talk and communicate with her. Um, And uh, yeah, I think like flying wise, I had a lot of inspiration from my ex-boyfriend Timo, because he's also doing this big air, smooth, low RPM stuff. So it was always good to see him fly and to see some things where you said, "Oh yeah, I want to do this." Although I'm very far away from it, but one day I want to do this and want to do that and combine it with that. Um. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah,
4: yeah.
1: I, yeah, I think. I mean, I have some some people that I watch from time to time, or some videos that I watch from time to time that are not this hardcore 3D smack stuff. Or they do some, but they don't do a lot of pirating in it and i'm just very grateful for some of the pro pilots that are really down to earth and communicate with you like with a normal person i mean for Mm -hmm. example nick maxwell and kyle stacy for example they are super nice people or sebastiano gabuti so they they give you the the feeling that Although you are very far from a pro competition pilot, you are still like a nice person to hang around and chat with and that you can do it. And, for example, I know that I was so I was so nervous when on, on uh, UK Fest, uh, Kyle Stacy, he said, oh, you come out with me. We fly tandem. And I was like, what? No, <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> me together with you, and I was so scared, and he was coming to me after and said, oh, it was nice, and you did great, and yeah. that, was, that was so nice.
0: That's great. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I think that brings us to our end, uh, but we would like to, of course, extend a deep thank you for coming back. We certainly appreciate you coming back.
1: Thank and, you. Um, thank you for having me again. Yeah.
0: So if folks would like to get in touch with you, how could they do that?
1: Uh, on Facebook of course so just search for my complete name so I have a private account and I have official page I tend to share everything also on my official page so you can uh, like that one and follow me there people always want to uh, send me friend requests on my normal page the problem is I'm uh, I'm at about 5,000 friends and Facebook tells that or says, if you have 5,000 friends, then you are not real. <laughs> <laughs> and so the problem is I cannot accept more than 5,000 friends. So if I do not accept your friend request, I'm sorry, I can't. But uh, in case just follow my uh, my page um, and of course also on YouTube where I post everything that is video related and flying videos and stuff, Uh, unboxings, tips, learn how to fly videos. Uh, I also have an Instagram account, but that one is not that active, and it's not so much about helis. It's more mixed, and people sometimes complain that I should do more heli stuff, and (laughs) then I tell them, yeah, then go to Facebook.
0: (laughs) Right, yeah, you're in the wrong place. So,
1: Yeah, I mean, I need one place where I can also post some personal and private stuff which is not all about helis right yeah
0: yeah yeah all right well again thank you very much and uh of course if anyone would like to reach out and talk to us you can reach us at the helihead show at gmail.com uh if you have any show ideas or questions or want to give us uh or we actually if you want to come on the show that would be fantastic too we'd appreciate that but
2: uh what else we got Well, let's not forget to like our Facebook, follow and subscribe to us on Podbean's and iTunes. Maybe a review on iTunes. We haven't had one in like three years. Maybe. (laughs) Yeah, there
0: was one on Podbean uh, and I'm dropping the ball here. Sorry, but uh, it was, I'm not making this up when I say this. It was like, I think so. he said something to the effect of best show ever.
2: Which one? The one that threefold took over? <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> I, I wondered that myself. Nevertheless, yeah. please, 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 reviews, comments, <laughs> uh, likes, all that stuff is important. Right? It is. Yeah. You know, it helps us kind of gauge, you know, where is, where, what the next topic might be. So don't feel like you're not being heard just because you press a like or dislike. <laughs> His name is Hirnia.
0: Like hernia, <laughs> but hernia. But, uh, <laughs> I'm not sure what that means.
2: I mean, I, either uh, way,
0: thank you, right? Maybe our show matter. gives them a hernia. I don't know. <laughs>
2: uh, <laughs> but, but yeah, yeah
3: that, thank you.
2: That's important. Chris, what
3: else? What else do we have to do? Shout out to the other heli podcasts and video personalities in the hobby, like Simone and Bill Ann. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Important,
2: <laughs> important, 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 important uh let's see here club donations chris i got that club donations
3: support your clubs they're they're hosting the events for us the least we can do is throw them a little bit of money to keep hosting great events and having us come back to their field over and over again yep
0: yep yep, yep. yep, absolutely all right so you're ready to get into some parting words
2: do we have
1: to oh
2: geez here we go
1: keep on flying fly safe enjoy what you do Mm. Don't put so much stress on you. Don't try to compete with others. Fly what you can do best. And always think about that it's just a hobby and not a competition.
2: Mm. I love that. I love that. So, Simon, give us some your hashtags. Start us with (laughs) your hashtags, because those are good.
1: (laughs) What? Uh, I have to look into the document, right? Yeah. Yep. Uh... They're good. I think they're the best. Hashtag, don't hate because girls are better than you. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I, this was wrote for me, okay? I didn't choose it. <laughs> so if I say it, then it sounds wrong. Uh, uh, hashtag, higher head speed is for losers. Uh, hashtag, mm-hmm. looking at you, Tarek. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, hashtag, let's see you do, do all that at lower head speed.
0: Right? Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Hashtag,
1: I earned my team spots.
0: Facts. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yep. She didn't write those, but they're pretty good. So it's good. Yep.
2: All right. I, so I'll I, go I won't first. let
0: her go down like that.
2: I'll go next. Okay? All right. All right. Hashtag, no smelly feet. Oh. Nope. You better You better go use that shower. You know who you are. Hashtag. You got to change Yeah. I'm going to change that. Hashtag. Yeah. RCHO or bust Yes. and hashtag Miami Smackfest or bust mm-hmm. hashtag spring fling or bust. Mm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, hashtag whenever I go to an event and I don't have a generator with me, can I bum a what hour please? <laughs> yep. And then hashtag will my loner Puma survive the next event? i hope so yeah Yeah. (laughs) it it, it survived but that's because it actually had a literally a the belt was stripped on it so i couldn't even fly
1: but i think we should be more aware of your nitro machine when you want to push the os 105 to the limit
2: you know what i'm gonna we're gonna make sure that we're gonna do that live Mm. see how much we could lean that bad boy up oh boy on
1: on on a video recording at least
2: It's going to be running on
0: humidity.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Is that 30% nitro? No,
2: Uh, it's actually 30% nitro with 90% humidity. Take that. Hang on. (laughs) Let me wring
0: my shirt out so I can put more fuel in.
2: Uh, (laughs) All right.
3: I'm done.
0: All right. Uh, Go ahead, Chris.
3: All right. If you don't just break blades, you ain't doing it right. (laughs) (laughs) Hashtag assert dominance. Hashtag C square coming to Miami. Hashtag this one is in honor of a guy at the field. He literally said this after he crashed. Hashtag <laughs> crash hard and ask questions later. <laughs> I like that. And then uh, hashtag, I guess I'm going to RCHO. Yep. yep. Perfect.
0: All right. So we've got hashtag go to RCHO, chill out. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's no reason for you not to. It's a good time. Everyone should go. Even some
4: mm-hmm.
0: Uh Then we've got hashtag come to spring fling 2023. Mm-hmm. Hashtag bring your nose plugs, cause mm. hashtag there's a couple professionals that go there if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we've got hashtag hide your velcro, hide your wrenches, Cholo be stealing up in here. Uh huh. And we'll round it off with hashtag join the mob 2023. Thank you so much for listening. This has been episode 89 with the Simone Zunter, and we'll catch you guys next time. Later, Simone. Bye-bye.